written in stars, spoke through the winds of war, sealed by fate and marked with blood, Bring it, bitch. Let's go. Carlos. So, hold on. We actually get to kick something's ass now? <laughs> yeah. And Vicky. Well, you kill lots of sheep, and they die, and they fade into the ground. LimitBreakRadio.com And here we go. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro, back and refreshed. And I'm Kahlo, kicking from the back as always. More so today, because I know nothing about these add-ons. <laughs> and I'm Vicky, in the same boat as Kahlo, just kind of here for the ride. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to have you guys back. It's been a while since uh, since our last episode. It's been a while since Extra Life. Having a little bit of downtime. It's, it always kind of gets like that around... October, November, it gets yeah. really, really busy. No fan fest this year, though. Uh, at least not uh, not within the usual parameters of when we uh, when we see it happening. Um, but uh, you know, so it's it's definitely given us a, a little bit more leisure time uh, for for downtime. We've been working on some other stuff, and uh, we're but we're glad to be back. We're we're real glad to be back. And uh, here we are with uh, with the Starbreakers listening live. And a couple. Uh, here's here's something that I want to mention before we get rolling. Here, a couple of non-Starbreakers are joining us today on the Starbreaker exclusive stream because they happen to be subscribed to us either on Twitter or through Facebook. And we did a flash contest today where people could, you know, the first Wait. five people who messaged me before the show, I, I posted this about an hour before the show. First five people that messaged me got free access. To the Starbreaker stream for our recording non -star today. Non-Starbreakers? Non-Starbreakers. <laughs> Leeches. <laughs> <laughs> so what you want to do is you'll want to check out our website, LimitBreakRadio.com. Go to our links page and uh, either be a fan of ours on Facebook, uh, uh, follow us on Twitter, and uh, you can, uh, if, if there are any future flash contests, I think that's what I called it, a flash contest, you will be in on it. 
So uh, make sure you go uh, you go do that and check that out. Also, uh, just real quick, I know uh, you know some of you out there have noticed probably that the Pet Food Alpha website has been down for a little bit. I want to assure you, I've spoken with Fusion X that the website should be back up with a brand new design within uh, about a week or so. We're calling it Pet Food Beta right now. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Good yeah, one. Pound bump it. it. There you go. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Definitely make sure to check out the new uh, the new design. Uh, Fusion, let me have a sneak peek at it. It's real slick, looks really nice. So uh, you're definitely going to want to check that out when it comes out, petfoodalpha.com. So, uh, so uh, on today's show, joining us today... Barju Wolf, who you've been uh, you've been a uh, longtime contributor to our forums. Uh, God, I, when did you join our forums, Lol, Bard? Bard. Actually, <laughs> Wolf. Actually, I'm a samurai. Yet. Yeah, and um, about two or th- about um, around the time of um, the episode with Laurel, I think actually. Yeah, 2007. It says August 21st, 2007 is when you first join, and uh, but uh, but joining us today to talk about the add-on scenarios, we've got Barju Wolf from the Alexander server. Barju Wolf, how you doing? Okay, and it's Bartle Wolf, not Bar Jewel. Say that again? Excuse me, you are on Limit Break Radio. <laughs> you do not get to choose how we say your name. <laughs> I, hey, see a, I, I see a you I tell, in hey, there. Hey, if I tell you how to pronounce my damn name, it's how to pronounce the damn name, okay? <laughs> say it again, one more time. Bar Jewel. Yeah, it was close enough. You, you, you somehow put a J in there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, yeah. You can just play Bard or Bardu for short. <laughs> uh, but uh, but thanks for joining us today. We're uh, we're glad to have you along for the ride. Now it stands to mention that all three of us expert hosts. I'm using air quotes here for those of us that you know can't see me. But uh, <laughs> the expert hosts have done none of this. Shit. <laughs> I've done the first one. Have you? How far? Uh, I just have to beat the final boss. Oh, I really? You've been, you you got that times. far in ACP? Eight times I fought that freaking thing. Really? Oh, okay. Oh, that, well, beats my yeah. se- that beats my seven. And I and I've, I I'm at the full moon fountain fight for Shantoto Ascension, so that's kind of about right in the middle. So, um, and none of us have even touched Moogle Kupo Data. But I know a lot about it. Do you? There's Moogle pimps. <laughs> <laughs> that's really all you need to know about it. Uh, so well, actually, and also Moogle loan sharks too. Well, that's uh, that's wonderful to know. Getting to know the seedier side of Von Adil, apparently yeah. run by Moogles. And, and you guys did, might not have known this, but Robert De Niro actually voices most of the gangster Moogles in the Moogle Kubo Day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lies, lies. Well, if they uh, had voices, if they had voices, right? Okay. Anyway, so uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the add-on scenarios today, and uh, we're we're glad to have you along for the ride. Now, look, I, I know that it's not we we made this rule that when we've got stuff to cover, that we shouldn't do personal updates. But it's been a while; we were just kind of sitting around, so why not personal updates? Vicky, why don't you start us off? All right, um, I haven't been doing too much actually. Um, yeah, school kicking my butt, but I managed to level thief one level, woo, one Woot. level closer to my math cap. Um, basically, I play enough to kill pandemonium and log off. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I should be able to play a little bit more now that the holidays are approaching. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more uh, free time on all our parts, but. Uh... I don't. It's, it, really, that's all you've been doing in like the three months that we've had downtime here. Pretty much. Like, I really did only get one level, and I might have done like 
a couple line Harry R's or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's fun. Kahlo, what have you been doing? No, you recently? go first. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I leveled Dancer to 37. Woot. I uh, got a little bit of Shantoto Ascension done and move servers. I'm over on Hades now. So if you're on Hades, give me a wave, give me a tell, say what up. Uh, I'm over there now. Uh, I've gotten a lot of tells like, are you actually the LBR guy? Yes, I am. And I got uh, one of those, those again, actually. Huh? Did you? <laughs> I got one of those the other day. Yeah. N- nice. Nice. Well, congratulations oh, for your special. first. <laughs> that's always that's always fun for the first time and then after that it gets really annoying no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding you guys don't annoy me i'm just joking He's crossing his fingers right now doing air quotes all at the same time all at the same time Fing- crossed finger air quotes i'm not sure how that works <laughs> so uh so yeah lots to learn about the uh the add-on scenarios where'd today. my update go well do you you don't have an update. i have an update okay, fine. that's what i was writing down I've been doing quite a bit lately. <laughs> um, I've been leveling a lot more than I usually do. I actually have all of my subs, except for Puppet Master, to 37. Puppet Master is still yet to be unlocked. Um, I also finished my Scotty pants. Got Morgan pants, hands, and body. I'm on stage two of my man down, and I got end feet plus one. <laughs> Nice. Pictures no, are didn't those happen. are all lies. <laughs> those are all dirty, dirty lies. No, I've, uh, I've basically just been working. Um, most people probably don't know this, but I work third shifts. So I work, and then I sleep, and then I work, and then I sleep. And then when I have a little bit of time, I do some writing, and then I go back to sleep because I have work. Oh, boo-hoo. I will stab you in the eye. Dude, I've been working, I've been working those hours Both for way them. longer than you have. Both of them. Way longer. <laughs> Uh, poor baby. Welcome to you, the working you, world. You could just sit down the whole time. Yeah, that's true. I, I, my, my job consists of talking into a microphone, yeah. which is pretty cool, I gotta say. I'm on my feet the whole freaking time for eight and a half hours. Boo-hoo. It's fun bugging. It's fun bugging Kahlo while he's working. You came in one time. <laughs> no, at I least, came in like two or three times. That, that doesn't I'm, count as bugging yeah, me. At least you don't have to walk around in the snow. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come in and I'm going to buy a Snuggie. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy a Snuggie do from it. you. Do it. <laughs> I will, and I'm going to wear it out of the damn store, All right. too. You just pull it out of the box right there. We have, on our Snuggie display, we have, hold on, no, we have this giant bear that's probably about the size of you, okay, <laughs> sitting up there wearing a Snuggie, and it has a sign on it that says, make the winter weather bearable. <laughs> oh, oh. I thought that was clever. Did you Did you come up with that one? I did not, You did not? Oh, well, that's too bad. Uh, All right, so wonderful talk of drugstores here on Limit Break Radio today, but uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. Bart, why don't you give us a give? Why don't you give us an update here? Well, recently I beat Enchanted Tondo Ascension. That's congrats. Finished up the recent missions for Wings of the Goddess. Nice. By the way, also and also did the first episode of Voices of Anna DL. If you'll remember. Mm Mm-hmm. He did the last quest for both Bestock and Windurst. Nice. Got the two retree staffs. And by the way, uh, the, the Windurst cutscene is as epic as everyone says it is. Right on. Because Windurst has always been epic. Yeah, well, uh, excuse not me. Really. Remember when we did our history show and it was basically like, all right, let's see the history of Windurst. They conquered the world <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably know what's going to happen in that Windurst cutscene, so don't you? They conquer the world. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's let's not spoil it for those who haven't gotten that far in well, uh, Wings of the Goddess, which includes me, Hades. Oh my! Well, I'll tell you. Actually, I'll tell you what I got in my uh, 
what's it pull again when we did the Shantoto uh, Partica? What did you get? Okay, I'll finally tell you now. Ranged accuracy and movement speed. Nice. Both are things I'd probably never get out of pants unless I got those stupid dust trousers, which are waste. True. Uh, and they and they're also ugly too. <laughs> which the the dusk or the the blitzer? Dusk blitzers aren't that bad. They look like something out of FF12. That that mean that's just me personally. But we're we've got plenty of time to talk about gear and Shantoto Ascension. That'll probably be the last to be covered on today's show. So, uh, but what we're talking about here today are, of course, the add-ons that were released progressively over the past year or so. It's just about just about a year. It was uh, what we got a little little. We didn't even get a preview. It was just kind of like here are the titles out at last year's Fan Fest. That was that was about around now, early December ish. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, it, uh, progressively over the past year, in the form of uh, uh, co- uh, you know downloadable, uh, purchasable content. The term is DLC. DLC. That is correct. But it is also it is also uh, the each of the scenarios are also on the new uh, Vana Deal collection that just came out, uh, which you can find in stores for what like what thirty bucks. Isn't that 30, 30, 30, 20, 30, 20, 30, 30, 20, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, Really. For twenty bucks, yeah. For twenty yeah, bucks, I mean, geez. Bucks. Also, bucks. also, uh, while I'm thinking about it, uh, Final Fantasy XI made its way onto Steam. So, for those that have, uh, you know, have been thinking about trying out FF11, now you can play it while in a sauna. No. Steam. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want you to put that sign. I, I really, I, I thought, you know, when you came in today, you're like, oh, all I'm going to do is crack jokes. I thought they were going to be good jokes. Hey, that pet food beta was good. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're batting about one for 12 right now. I haven't tried 12 times. <laughs> like one for three. I think, maybe. You, I think you try harder than you realize. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Does he ever really? Does he ever? Uh Sometimes I've I've seen him try too hard, huh? <laughs> exactly. I'm, does, I mean, does he actually try in general? I miss Juxta. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we need someone to deflect the insults to. He's supposed to be moving back up here soon. Really? If he gets the money, yeah. That that's that's terrifying. Uh it's awesome. That's a terrifying. I thought. miss him. You that's miss awesome. you miss Juxta, really. We should, I think I'm going to talk to him about combining our shows, and we'll just call it Simply Us. <laughs> <laughs> um, which which also reminds me, before we get into content here, uh, the, the Rogue's Den was, was finally completed. The Assault uh, Sure was. Den. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> finally got around to it. Um, but uh, but what's what's next for the Rogue's Den? We talked about Crafting. this a, a couple of times. Crafting. Crafting. Yeah. Um, I think that my parameters... For people sending applications in the Rogue's Den for this next one was a bit uh, strenuous, though. Like, there's a lot of them. And a little I, too strict? Yeah, maybe, because I haven't gotten any. And those people are just lazy. <laughs> Lazies. Just remember one thing. Synergy what? can kill you. So, like, <laughs> what? Like, if you break, it does damage, because that would be awesome. Actually, it can damage you periodically, from what I've seen. From what I've seen. 
Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah crafting is now lethal. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Kind of like r- me in real life when I cook. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, question for you: If you're making cookies, after oh my you god, put the cookies on the cookie sheet. What do you usually do? Shut up. <laughs> you Sorry. put them in the oven. Yeah, generally. Yeah, some people don't know that. Really? Huh, Vicky? <laughs> that's not tr- No, that's not Did you put it, it in the toaster? <laughs> no. She, she put them on the cookie sheet and then no. looked at her roommate and goes, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> no, th- it was 1 in the morning and I had never cooked anything in uh-huh. my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse I was just like, okay, how, we have. How are you? How are you in college and never cooked anything in your life? Are you serious? Really? Ninety nine cent ramen. That's how. Two years ago, and it was one in the morning, and I was like, okay, I didn't know if you had to put them in like a special way or. If <laughs> you have to like stand on one foot, hop around in three circles, and then put them in sideways, or they don't cook properly. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate you. Uh, while, click, while clicking your, red, your, your slippers together twice and saying there's no place like home. Uh, there's no the place like chocolate chip. There's no place like chocolate chip. So, uh, back to the rogues zone really quick, though. I, uh, originally, I had said that I want you to have, like, 100 craft and everything else is 60. Um, not quite? Not quite. Not quite. I'm going to say if you've at least done a couple crafts, then go ahead and send an application. If you kind of know crafting, if you kind of know crafting, if you, if, if you at least have, if you have, if you have at least one craft at what, a hundred, maybe a hundred, maybe over sixty, send it in, and we'll bullshit our way through it. That's the plan. <laughs> me and Felix made it through just fine. <laughs> um, I think me and whoever else does it, I think we're good. Really, more than knowledge on crafting, you have to be charismatic, and you can't have a crappy internet connection. Or and correct. Be- and- Sorry. <laughs> no, actually, ter- that might be kind of cool. <laughs> Tourette's. Okay, in fact, if you have Tourette's, that's a plus. That's going to put you ahead of the game. <laughs> but you cannot be gamer. <laughs> gamer. <laughs> Lol gamer. Really? <laughs> that guy? Is- Where is he? Not, not here. Not here <laughs> at all. I, I like to just periodically, like, as we're doing a show, just, like, imagine we flashed a gamer really quick, and then he's, like, on Mars or something. <laughs> Just like training a bunch of like Martian goblins. <laughs> We're being attacked by Canadian vampire ninjas. In fact, I think we should make a segment for each show called Where's Gamer? <laughs> Where's Gamer today? Yeah, where we all just kind of like take a moment and then, you know, imagine where we'd like to imagine Gamer is right now. <laughs> okay. So you, you've the picked... world is Gamer San Diego? You, you have picked Mars. Yes, I think that Gamer is on Mars right now just training a bunch of Martian goblins. Ba- Bardu, what was that? Canadian vampire ninjas? That's that's what Gamer's doing? He's fighting Canadian Man. Canadian vampire ninjas? Yes, they don't drink your blood, they drink your maple syrup, eh? And their ninja stars are shaped like maple leaves. <laughs> Actually, how'd you know that? How did you know that? I, because secretly I am one. <laughs> You're not Canadian. Uh, where do I think Gamer is? Where is Gamer today? Uh, I think... That gamer is out enjoying pina coladas. That's what I think Where? he's doing uh, at a Mexican bar, and he's doing and he's doing uh, belly shots off of uh, courier uh, carry. <laughs> <laughs> is he getting caught? Is go. he getting caught in the rain? <laughs> uh, no, he's getting caught in uh, ice weather. There we go. Vicky, what do you think Gamer is? I like to think he's like somewhere in some exotic jungle, been captured by some tribe, but somehow he's become their leader and he's like out there doing something. (laughs) That's why he's not allowed back, guys. (laughs) 
He has more pressing issues. <laughs> uh, if you if you have suggestions where you think gamer is, why don't you go ahead and send them to hosts at limitbreakradio.com. And and in a week I'm going to read all of them and I will pick out like a couple of the best and post them on the front page. How about that? All right. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah. So hosts at limitbreakradio.com. Um, also, before before we get into uh, into the show today, uh, I also wanted to mention Voices of Von Adil. Episode one came out. Vicky, you were the guest host there. I was supposed to be there, but uh, you're lazy. I, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I actually i had uh, i had some conflicting schedules, and uh, unfortunately, wasn't able to be there. But uh, but Vicky, you were. Uh, did you have a good time? Oh yeah, it was it was really fun. Actually, it went a lot. It went a lot better than we thought it would. So she almost it said it went a lot better than most of these shows do. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but uh, check out Voices of Von Adil episode one. Uh, they've already started the schedule for episode two. Uh, make sure you drop by our forums, limitbreakradio.com slash forum, and uh, head over to the Voices of Von Adil portion of our forums, and uh, you can sign up for episode two. That's supposed to be uh, recorded January 8th, 2010. So uh, make sure that uh, that you've signed up for that. And uh, yeah awesome stuff you can call in and uh talk about whatever the heck you want to talk about Woo! yay all right so uh i think that that means that uh we should probably start talking about add-on scenarios now we're gonna start with the first one that was released uh a crystalline prophecy yeah i don't know when when was that when did that come out any Uh, any, uh, while ago sometime in 2009 Mm, yes, that is technically correct. I think it was actually early summer, actually. Um, yeah, okay, well, it'll, we'll just say it, uh, it came out at some point. It did. <laughs> Wait, Somewhere March March 23rd, 2009. There you go, March 23rd, 2009. No, I'm, th- I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm thinking Moogle. Uh, so, uh, uh, we got Crystalline Prophecy, the very first of the add-on scenarios, received quite a bit of criticism i i don't think that it quite mm-hmm. met some players expectations out yeah. there and i uh, i think the problem uh because obviously as far as story goes that's like a big thing with final fantasy 11 players yeah, i think so and uh, i forget who it was i was talking to that said this but uh, you can obviously definitely see it in the storyline is they basically tried to make this story so that it fit or made sense no matter where you were in final fantasy 11 storyline you know haven't done cop well this kind of makes sense well this kind of makes sense did it work because i mean obviously i haven't been through enough of them to really all i know is that uh Olo told me that i was getting into trouble again and it didn't surprise him i remember screenshotting that and be like oh Aldo, you know me so well uh so uh crystalline prophecy was a series of uh of 12 uh, it had, had 12 parts, 12 missions, I guess you could say. Uh, had a couple of fights, a couple of quests in there, some fetch quests. That also received a lot of attention and kind of a lot of flack. 
uh, was the amount of fetch quests and and initial initially when they at the initial launch um, how hard it was to even get claim on these normal mobs. Uh, I remember oh, I man. I tried to get those speed spalls. I got one of them and I was just like, in Juggernaut really Forest, it. it's never been so hard trying to claim a normal monster. I know, right? So uh, so that <laughs> that received a lot of attention, but obviously as uh, you know, uh, some time has passed, that parts of those quests have gotten much much easier. Um, so uh, why don't we, you know, the very first. Uh, mission in Crystalline Prophecy. That's obviously that's a cutscene, um, and that's actually named a Crystalline Prophecy too. Yes, yes, it is, and uh, and so that brings us to our very first speed spall. You get quest. that cutscene, Lord Juno, BTW. Uh, yeah, you probably probably you. should mention that. Also, you have to be at least level ten to get the cutscene as well. Duly noted. Because I'm trying to get on a level that? nine character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, here we have uh, the very first part of uh, uh, of uh, the crystalline prophecy. The very first fetch quest you got. Uh, you're getting speed spalls uh, uh, from uh, from mobs in uh, Marifatad Mountains, Pashlaw Marshlands, and Jugner Forest. Uh, these also can be found at uh, just outside. Castle Oz Troja, uh, uh, mini mobs found just outside Badeau and uh, just outside Devoy. So centered around where some of the Beastman locations seem to be. Um, so, uh, Bardu, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us uh, what you know? What exactly? What what are we killing here uh, out uh, out in these zones? Basically, the regional Beastman. Uh, so yeah, so basically in Merfitan Mountains, Igudo, uh, Jugner, Orcs, and uh, Pasho Quadov. Mm-hmm. And uh, these drop randomly, and they're key items, so they're not going to no, drop no, into... No, 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 not yet, not yet. You're right, you're right. No, these are real items. I remember I still have one of them floating around in my MOG safe. Um, so these, oh yeah, these are legit items. They will drop they are for into real, your treasure real. pool. Yeah, they're for real, real, not for play, play. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> also, we should also mention, besides the use for the cutscene, that they can also be traded to Squint, Squintrock's uh, Dry Eyes and Port Juno for a Crimson Key. Now, uh, why don't you explain what these keys are used for? To uh, open these, chests? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're to open a specific chest, yes. No, yes. Uh, for those who have, who, prob- who have... Well, for those who should know by now, there's a new treasure coffer in the Tenshoto, in the Tenshoto HQ. Um, it's, a, it's, it's bright red with gold trim, if you, in case you didn't know that. And, you use the, and this is where you use the keys to get your various rewards for the three add-on scenarios. Yep, and now uh, also the recently with the last update, the Nexus Cape was released. Uh, that's uh, a reward for anyone who owns all three add-ons. Uh, you can also, that's also where you go and pick up the, the Nexus Cape. So just yeah, just as also, a side note. Also, if we should mention that if you drop it, you can re-get it from the chest, but the, the timer is set to zero to reset to the full max capacity. Apparently. Yep. Yep. And uh, so also, we probably should explain what it does, shouldn't we? It it just teleports you to the party leader. We covered it a little bit on a limit breaking news. It teleports you to a party leader. Some of the zones are restricted though. So basically, no TOAU, no Wings of the Goddess, no. No Lemuria, no Sky, no Lemuria. Uh, basically, the original and Zillot areas. Well, yeah, pretty much. You can't you can't have someone in a party go to a place that is locked that you have to do missions to unlock and get teleported there. That that will not work. That's that's basically all that is. Um, so, uh, uh, but, you, but you are good. You, it's the easy way to do the climb up the mountain for if you, for the uh, E and M. I guess you could say. 
Yeah, but that's that's pretty much it, though. I mean, I don't think you could... I mean, you, you still have to have someone go climb up that friggin' mountain. I can do it blindfolded now. Yeah, no, you can't. I'm pretty good at it. You're yeah, pretty it good, but easily. I'm pretty good. I don't think... Do it faster than you. Probably. You want to go? I'll, I'll race you. I I'll would race beat you. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I've yeah, you want to know why? Because end feet are heavier, so they help me have like a sturdier balance when <laughs> I'm going up it than what you have. Well, they are made of bone, so... Uh, Alright, so uh, going on to our next mission, which is another fetch quest mission. This is where the items that well, are being dropped are key... Quest missions. Fetch quests? Yeah. You fetch things. Oh. You go and... I didn't see that one coming. Just make, just make sure you go trade the seeds balls to the triple question mark in uh, outside the Delkfoot's Tower and, uh, Qu- and uh, Quiffum. That's right, yeah. Which... which was which originally was a Moogle. Oh, well, it, now it's a triple question mark, apparently. So, yeah, I'm, remember, remember that, though? No. no I, they they no. changed it before. Well, first of all, Annie hasn't gotten that far. I have one speeds ball in my inventory. I, they're not, they're that, not a drug. They're, they're a seed, not a not speed. See, oh, yeah, it is seeds ball. Eh, whatever. He was you're looking not for irony sensing that would take these. forever not, to get them. <laughs> eh, whatever. But yeah, next one you have to go fight the goblins out in in Battalia Downs, um, in uh, Rollenberry Fields, and Tarmon Champagne. And now uh, these are the uh, items that are dropping that are key items, correct? Yes, the bowl of bland goblin salad, the jug of greasy goblin juice, and the chunk of smoked goblin grub. Om nom yep. nom. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, if I'm right, didn't they change some type of, like, drop rate for this or make it so it drops for multiple things? Because I remember it being absolutely horrible because there are not as many goblins here as there are beastmen in the other zones. I think they did. It doesn't say goblins specifically anymore, so they probably do. Fair enough. Either way, you got you got to take these uh, delicacies to three triple question marks in the area for Battalia Downs, um... Uh, F nine, uh, basically, you know, basically um, the area connecting the Bosadine. Now, uh, each of these triple question marks ends up popping a goblin that yes that you have to kill. Um, now, how hard are these goblins? Is, can can people solo them? Like, I what about- think I remember one shotting it with uh, nice. Yeah, with a yeah, the mob. Scale. The mobs themselves are only like level thirty, I believe. So, if you're level seventy five, which you probably are, if you're doing this, uh, yeah, you have no worry at all. Fair enough. Now, uh, this one, uh, this quest can also, you can also uh, obtain a key for uh, gathering these key items, uh, correct? Well, if you, if, once again, yes, if you give them to Squint Rock's Dry Eyes, but remember, make sure you do it after you get the Seeds Balls, because the thing is, um, if you do, the question, trouble question marks are set for 24 hours, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so it's it's if you if you've already done it once and you go and you get these key items again, trade them to uh, to the dry eyes goblin, yeah. and uh, that's that's where you get your reward key. So uh, the the Viridian key to be precise, yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, that brings us to our next mission, which is Gatherer of Light, part so, two. So uh, why don't you uh, why don't you walk us through this part? Well, yes. For those who probably know by now, this is the fight where you fight with like thirty uh, seed mandragoras. They're like like the uh, goblins for the previous mission. They're pretty weak, so seventy five can solo it. Basically, if you just spam AOE, you'll be done in like a minute or two. All right. Well, that uh, seems to be easy enough. 
And uh, then Aldo although, tells me that I get into a lot of trouble. They, yeah, unfortunately, it seems they also have this move called uh, Demonic Flower. Basically, it's a one-shot Soul Leader-like ability that converts 80 to 9% of their HP into an unblinkable damage. Ouch. Does that, yeah. does that actually hurt? I don't, uh, I don't know. It I'm hurting. Hurting. I don't think I've really actually got to... That's only if they stay alive too long, so as long as you kill them ludicrously well, as, as quickly as you would. It, no worries, really. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so uh, after you defeat the fight, uh, you, you make sure you uh, touch the triple question mark to receive the final cutscene. If it's your second time going through, you obtain an amber key and 500 XP. Or Actually, that's for the first time through. What, that you get the amber key as well. You get it as soon as you, you get it as soon as you defeat all the mindies and oh. also five hundred XP. Well, I assume that people who go through it again get the same reward, though. Um, you must wait one Earth Day, JP Midnight, to spawn the Magigors again if you're repeating this for the amber key. Yep, there you go. So uh, you need, but you need the three goblin enum pops and kill the three enum goblins again for the key items for the pop the mandies. So yep, yeah. So just yeah. Know that. So, so and unless you unless there's something really good you want from the amber key, don't really uh, see point to it. So, fair enough. After this, you've got a zone into Fei Yin from Bosidian Glacier, where you get a cutscene. This is where you start the jo- those who lurk in the shadows arc of the missions. The thing is, you've got to collect um, nine uh, seed afterglows uh, for, in, while in, in Fei Yin. Uh, basically, you have to do it within thirty minutes, or else you'll lose them all and you have to start over again. So the thing that you're going to want to do here is either A, have thief, thief Sub or Thief Main, because obviously Flea is a great tool to have, or the best thing to do is head into the past and get yourself some of them sprinter shoes to where you have the haste percentage all the time. Also keep in mind the that... Movements. The movement speed. The yeah, yeah. Also keep in mind that if you're 75, you don't really have to worry about uh, any aggro in here whatsoever. And there may be things down underneath that by sound, but more or less, this shouldn't be too difficult to do. Um, I think I only know a few people who failed in this because they didn't know what they were doing right off. So as long as you yeah, go I'll in, s- yeah, as long as you go in prepared with the movement speed, then you should have absolutely no trouble collecting uh, all the seed spells within the thirty-minute time limit, which will get you the mark of seed. The mark of seed. Where where are we collecting these uh, seed uh, afterglows? By the way. <laughs> All over the place. Uh, they have predetermined spawn points, so every time you go, they're always going to be in the exact same spot. So if you, you know, go to our friends over at FFXCyclopedia and consult the wiki, they have handy-dandy little maps for you, but they are that, all inside Fei-Yin. Yeah, also, if you can pick out the proper route, you don't have to worry, have to worry about movement speed as much, uh, if I remember correctly. But, like Hollow said, you can either get the Mark of Seed, which is needed for the fight, or you can get an Azure Key. But if you do get the Azure Key, you have to wait another 24 hours to recollect the seeds, the, the seed afterglows again. Yeah, and again, the key, trade to the chest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so make sure you get the Mark of Seed first if you want to win the fight, okay? Right, yeah, exactly. So uh, after you complete uh, complete the, uh, the seed afterglow collection... Um, this brings you to the third part of the "Those Who Lurk in Shadows" arc. So, uh, that, yes, that would be the the fight in the Quibia Arena. Yeah, that uh, that I've heard can, doable. Yeah, Teal and I duoed it. Really, it was pretty epic. What jobs? Uh, I was on Thief. She was on Red Mage or Dancer. I think she was on Red Mage. Yeah, she was on Red Mage. Basically, this fight here is against four mobs. Uh, uh, a goblin, a Yagudo, a Kwadov, and an orc. They're all seed beastmen. 
the orc is a warrior, the white the Gigudo's a white mage, the squad of a red mage, and the goblin's a thief. They also each have their own unique TP abilities. Uh, the orc has a move called Phantasmal Dance. It's AOE damage, not knockback and bind. Uh, Yugudo has a Feather and Maelstrom, which is causes amnesia and bio. Ouch. Aquadov uses a Thunderous y Yowl. Yes, it's a Yowl, which gives AOE Curse and Plague. And the Goblin can actually teleport around. Randomly teleports behind a, p a player, forcing all players attacking to put away their weapons and manually retarget. Spells already being cast on him will still land, however. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, from what I remember, the, just the way that the goblin operates is he doesn't really have much of an aggro table. So, yeah. it's pretty random. No sense in really trying to uh, control him too much. So, you you duoed it. What what did you do? Um, I think that the way that we did it is... Uh, does it say which... Or does it suggest a way to take them out on there? I do believe it's actually the order we did it was um, white mage, red mage, warrior, and thief. I think that might have been the way that we did it, too. It makes the most sense, uh -huh. I think. Um, actually, I think that she, if I said she was red mage, I'm pretty sure she was uh, dancer ninja. And um, basically, I went in and aggroed all of them, and I think she pulled one of them off me, which was the warrior. I mean, because, you know, tanking white mage and a red mage, lol. <laughs> oh, that's really, really hard. <laughs> and um, so she ended up tanking the warrior, and then the thief just kind of bounced back and forth all over the place. And yeah, we took out the white mage, the red mage, and the warrior, and then the thief. So it was pretty, pretty easy. Gnarly. There you go. There's your order: uh, white mage, red mage, warrior, thief. Yep. So. Mainly because uh, the thief just keeps jumping around the place, so just best not to focus. Best to focus on the other mobs, so you can worry about those later. About it later. Yep. Um, so if you fail the fight, you will need another mark of seed, which means that you got to go around collecting those damn things again. <laughs> which yep. is nothing compared to the last mission. <laughs> yes, you you are right, but we're not there yet. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Um, so uh, what's uh, what, what's what comes next after uh, the those who lurk in shadows? Well, uh, for winning the fight, you get another key, and I believe seven hundred fifty XP. I believe. Uh, yes, it's an ivory key, actually. I believe you can get something decent from that key, too, like a ring, uh, rings or earrings, I think. After that, there's a cutscene. After the cutscene, uh, after the fight, you got to go to the Hall of the Gods. You have to zone in from Rome, not from Sky. You can not, anyway, when you zone in, you get a cutscene. After that, it's time to go to the Duckfoot's Tower for the hellish 3D-cap climb. Woo! This is everyone's favorite part. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, basically, for this one, you've got to have a job that can either sneak and viz yourself a level 30 or bring a crap load of uh, cyan oils and prism powders. Or a level 75 to kill everything for you. Or yeah, if you even just have ninja uh, to where it can cap at 30, then you automatically have your sneak and viz through ninja right there. Okay. The Dacafold's Tower, 30 climb. Yes, First off, you zone in, you get a cutscene. The, there's a floating thing called a seed fragment to your left when you skid in. You have to click that. That puts you in the cap. Yep. No. Now, you're going to need either a job that can sneak or invis yourself up, or a 75 to kill everything, or a crap load of sneak and viz pots. Anyway, on each floor, you've got to check another seed afterglow for various um, stones. Mm -hmm. One on each floor. The first stone is at, on the first floor is J11. Okay. Basically, they all follow the path, so you actually don't have to deviate from the path up to the tower to really get them. So, yeah, the, the second floor one is at H7, third floor at I9, uh, and then you go to mid Delkwitz Tower. H10 is for fourth stone. 
Fifth one is at G7 on the fifth floor. Sixth floor is F8. Seventh floor is H9. Eighth floor is I8. Ninth floor is G8. Now for Upper Delkfoot's Tower. And this is where it starts to get really hard. Um, the stone at 10th floor is on F9, G9. Uh, the 11th floor, I mean, sorry. H7. And the 12th floor is, again, H7. All then right. You, then you zone into... The Stellar Fulcrum, I ECU. think. Yeah, the, stellar, I believe. Yeah, stellar fulcrum. Yes. Also, when in there, there's another. There is another seed fragment. You have to click that to turn all twelve stones into the Omnis Stone. Which means if you don't get the Omnis Stone, you forgot something, and you have to cap back down to level thirty and then go back and find it. Fortunately, wah, the stones wah, the stones are wah. named, so you could probably tell which one you missed. Yes. So uh, that's uh, it's important to uh, make sure you get all of uh, all of the stones on your way up. And uh, so once you get to the Stellar Fulcrum, now it's time for a battle. The stupidest fight ever. The stupidest fight ever. 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 Evars. Ever. Ever. E-V-A-R-Z. Forever. Forever. Ever. Forever. Ever. AV got got nothing on this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this thing, like I said, this thing has a a few similarities to AV, if you've noticed. Uh, In one shot, yeah. (laughs) I... I haven't, uh, but that's okay. Um, I'll get to that. So anyway, now uh, now it's time for your 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 fight. Ode of life bestowing. The very final fight for yes. uh, for now, ACP. We here on LBR don't like to fall into that hole. You have to have this job for this fight. Blah 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 blah. Type rules and ways of thinking. But to be honest, there are really some jobs in this fight that really. Don't do a whole lot. Unless you're talking to the sixth person to pull and kill ads. But yeah, this fight is ludicrously cookie cutter. It is a flipping nightmare. So what do you need? Like, what what is what is required to be able to do this fight accurately? Well, there are two strategies I've seen. The one I used and the one I saw on YouTube, actually. The one I used, basically, was the standard... We need First off, you need a paladin. Subbing warrior... Because, well, we probably should mention what the boss does first before we get into jobs, wouldn't you think? Sure. Okay, your boss is a seed crystal. It is a giant floating crystal. You know, basically, you'll think like the mother, crystal, mother crystals. Yeah. It has approximately 25,000 HP. Mm-hmm. It just stands there. The thing is, all of its AoE attacks, its unique attacks, they ignore shadows. First off is Seed of Inhility. It's AoE damage, 200 to 400 damage, uh, resets timers on all job abilities that are ready to use on all affected party members to their maximum recast timer. Then there's the Seed of Deference, and it's an AoE charm and Mandragora costume. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's short range, but can be used uh, immediately after a draw-in. So, Also, avoidance of attack is a key for a smooth battle. Now, in most cases, if you're doing well and doing what you're supposed to do, you shouldn't get hit by this. And if anyone does get hit by it, it's probably going to be the tank. If that's the case, you can't. There's no way to really get out of get them out of it. So basically, you just want to sleep them, wait for it to wear off, and hope that they can get hate back off of whoever else had it and that no one died. Um, in all the cases that I've seen this, when your tank gets charmed, it's handable at first, you know. It may not seem that bad, and you probably won't die at that moment, but hate just gets so messed up at that point that eventually you're probably going to lose. So just try to avoid it at all costs. The boss can cast also cast Tier 3 Gospels, one every 40, 50, 40 to 70 seconds, or if someone gets low HP. 
The next up is Seed of Deception. The Seed of Deception basically makes a clone of one of the party members. But they're rather weak, so if they die pretty <laughs> quick. <laughs> okay, HP-wise, maybe, but my clone did a freaking 900 dancing edge to scene. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Does that give you yeah. bragging rights? HP. <laughs> no, <laughs> funny enough. Okay, so in that battle, my first of all, my, my clone had done like 900 damage to her, and then when we started to wipe, she got turned into a Mandragora, and I'm like, well, we're dying anyway. So then I dancing edged her as a Mandragora <laughs> and killed her. Yes, that uh, gives me bragging rights. That's funny. Right. <laughs> I'll go ahead and continue. Then the but the movie is Seed of Judgment. Heavy AOE damage 700 1300, 1300 AOE knockback and all seven primary stats down. Ouch. Yutsutsumi does not prevent knockback but did absorb the damage from apparently. That's weird. Huh. Uh maybe they changed that. Uh, only starts after use it under 50 HP and unstunnable and will use immediately after it is no longer stunned. This attack is instantaneous and can reach everywhere in the zone except right at the back near the door. If you don't know how to properly deal with this move, then there's no sense in doing the fight because once it uses it at 50%, everyone dies. Now, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with Bardu and say that when you bring your paladin, you do want ninja sub. And while, yeah, shadows aren't going to do anything for the AoEs because they're AoEs, its normal attacks are magical in property and they do a lot of damage. And the way that the Paladin is going to be tanking this, since it gets drawn in, is you're basically going to pick a corner away from the party, and then just keep running to that corner. It'll draw you in, run to that corner. It'll draw you in, run to that corner. And Shadow's going to help you to obviously avoid the normal attacks. And the reason you want to do this is so when you are hit with the AoEs, or if it manages to get off some type of uh, Aga spell, it's only hitting the Paladin, not the entire party. It's also a good idea for your paladin to have a uh, decent magic defense build, since its standard attacks are also magical damage. Absolutely. Yeah. Iron yeah. Ram is your friend. Yes. Be the Iron Ram. <laughs> as Bard, you said, it does have a range, so as long as your party is standing in the correct position, which should be right at the top of the stairs or back in one of the corners, and your tank's doing the right runaway thing, then it shouldn't hit, because it doesn't. the AoE doesn't start on the crystal, it starts on the tank. So basically, it's an AoE from where it lands on the target do we have any questions not so far no okay then why don't we get into what to make your party up of all right so uh recommendations for parties bardu what what, what do you suggest here zerging is not the best idea unless you not really 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 know what you're doing the stand there are two setups from what i've seen the one i utilize and the one i've recently seen on youtube First off, there's a standard setup. You need, first off, you need a paladin with decent magic b defense build. Mm -hmm. You need two ranged DDs: a ranger, a corsair, uh, summoners, or Sam sub ranger. Okay. Next up, you need red mage sub dark, and I also need a healer, either a red mage, a scholar, or a white mage sub scholar. Okay. Because thing is, you really don't have time to rest during this fight because there's no time to rest. So, and last person is the sixth person who. Pulls and kills the ads. Got it. But it's actually my role because I don't my my range is only level ten. So, but yeah, this strategy worked pretty smoothly. I, don't, I only failed once with that strategy, but we got done. We got that through pretty quickly. Okay. All right. Quick, but not quickly, but efficiently. I'd say really. Got it. All right. Now, Kahlo, uh what do you recommend uh, now? Take audience, take this with a grain of salt because know that Kahlo fails at everything, including this fight, really hard. 
Um, but no, what do you what do you recommend? You know what Anna's gonna take with a grain of salt? My foot up is anyway. Yes. All right. The first thing I would recommend, first and foremost, on the top of everybody's list, should be a bard with a Kajala horn, a monk with relic, and then basically <laughs> anything else with relic you can find. <laughs> and in this case, Zerg will work one hundred percent of the time. Every time. But, of course, we realize that not everybody has access to these kind of players. Right, so, yeah. yeah. this is how you're going to try and set things up. Paladin Ninja, for the reason that we specified earlier, because obviously ninjas don't really have access to a magic defense set that is... I don't think we have it at all, but basically as awesome as the Iron Rams is. Um, Sub Ninja, for the reason that you want to try to avoid the normal attacks of the Seed Crystal, which are also magical in property. The next thing you're going to want is a red mage. Now, personally, I am all for white mages over any other type of healer in any situation, especially with cure skin, because, oh my god, it makes me drool. But unfortunately, <laughs> uh, as Bard, you stated, this is not a point, this is not a fight where you get to rest a whole lot in. Now, uh, you can actually, if, if, if you can avoid bringing a white mage, make sure you have refresh drinks. Make sure you have ethers or vial elixirs, whatever you can get to get your MP back without putting a medicated status on you. And if you must rest, like if you're really getting to that point where you're out of MP, then you're going to want to make sure you rest a full before the 50% mark. But I'm telling you, right now, do not take a white mage. Make sure you have a red mage or scholar or just... MP is not, a huge, huge issue. Not a white mage. Yep, so I'm going to recommend unless, red unless mage. The, unless the white mage has sub-scholar access to sublimation, that might work. Mm-hmm. All right, next you're going to want a black mage or a red mage dark. You must have some type of stun, okay? And the and, reason that... And mage stun does not work. Mm-hmm. And the reason that you want a black mage or a red mage dark over, say, like a dark knight is because this way, when they're not, st which they're not going to be stunning every single possible second. So while they're waiting for the next Aga to come up, they can help throw heals here and there. Or even throw nukes or DOTs on it. Your next two slots, you're going to want summoner or ranger. Okay? Summoners work best um, from what I've seen, especially if you can go in on Wednesday because Garuda is the best to use using her aerial claw that's probably not that's probably just i just made a, up a move <laughs> but aerial assault is predator, that predator, predator claw, claw that's the one yes you predator claw you're gonna want her using predator claw we knew you were here for some reason <laughs> also also something to mention is don't make sure you don't have avatar's favor up because that weakens blood pack damage by 15 percent mm -hmm. uh, good to know good to yep. know that's something new so yep so yeah uh summers definitely do a lot of really good damage and again a reason why summers are preferred over rangers is if for whatever reason you need someone to throw extra heals they can do that um rangers of course obviously do work very well though and um on the off chance you can't necessarily get your summoners or rangers thief sub ranger or sam sub ranger does also work but don't go in with both of those you know if you have one slot that you're having trouble filling that you need the dd you can go ahead and put one of them in there because they can then they can also double as handing the seed thralls which are probably going to die in just a couple hits because of that and if, it's, and if you got a course sub ranger, they can get a few corsair rolls. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, make sure that you're doing damage as well, though, if you bring in a core. And again, don't put them in a DD slot. If you're going to bring in a core, put them in this last slot, which has a bit more flexibility. Because the paladin ninja is a must. The red mage is more or less a must. A mage stun is a must. And then obviously the two DDs. So you have one more slot. And you can either put in, as I said, a thief ranger or a sam ranger. Uh, a scholar is good for stuff like AoE stone skin. 
or AoE Phalanx. Um, a red, another Red Mage is also good just for that, you know, having the extra heals in there. And even at this point, you know, uh, a White Mage might be fine for Cure Skin. Uh, or probably what I would choose if I had the option is another Summoner or another Ranger. So that's the setup that I would go for. And uh, again, it's pretty pretty easy once you get up to 50%, um, especially if the Black Mage is on the ball, and that way no one other than the tank is taking any damage. And uh, as long as the tank's doing his cutting thing real well, even when you get to 50% damage, you know, you might see him fall pretty low. But um, as long as you know what you're doing and everyone knows exactly what they're doing and exactly what to expect, uh, I've seen the fight go very, very well, and I've also seen it go very, very wrong. <laughs> I've, I've experienced it going very, very wrong six times. Yeah. What, what's, what's your count, Kahlo? 0 for 8. 0 for 8. I'm 1 for 7 myself. That's uh, that sounds pretty tough. Self. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Now here's the cool thing, though. After beating this, obviously getting your rewards, but um, this whole time we've been talking about these keys that you can get. You also get a key after completing this, and if you want to actually get, get two keys, actually. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, one's for the reward. Uh, the particular key that you can go back to and get every single time, though is one that uh, I know some people like to do you know, over and over again because it's the basically the ring that has the plus five stat on it, so like a spinal ring oh, or right, right, a flame right. ring. Or no, they're ear, are they earrings or rings? Uh, rings. Yeah, yeah, rings, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, they're the rings. So yeah, they're the plus five. And basically the plus you, fours, actually. Well, the, oh. pl- the plus four rings, but they can get some pretty good stats mm-hmm. on them. Yeah, so Let's that's take, why a lot of people like to do them over and over again is because you could get like, you know, a spinal take, ring go back, open up the chest, and maybe get, you know, spinal ring, dex plus four, with strength plus four on it. Oh, mini Raja's ring. Yeah. Yeah, there's some pretty good augments for this stuff. Just, just make sure you're going to also get, make sure you get that um, Omnistone again for the fight, or else you won't get the key. Yeah, it should be noted that you can, after you've beat it, help with the fight without doing the climb, but if you want the key, you have to do the climb. Yep. It's the Ebon key, to be precise. And uh, that w- that's the end of our first add-on yep. here. Just have to head back to the Tenshoto, turn in your prismatic key, and you get your reward, which we've talked about on previous several shows, which is yes. the awesome body piece. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. We're we're here. We might as well uh, we might as well talk about it. Yep. The three final rewards for this fight: the Nuevo Cosalete, the Merc Waterclaws, and the Royal Redding Goat. Yep. Now, uh, each of these are uh, are for uh, a different select set of jobs. Uh, the first one, the Nuevo Cosalete, uh, is for specifically War Paladin, Dark Knight, Samurais, and Dragoons. Uh, the base stats on it are Defense 49, HP plus 20, Strength plus 5, Dex plus 5, and Vit plus 5. Um, now, the uh, the obtainable augments, you can choose two of these, uh, but uh, uh, you can choose each of these augments for each of these body pieces, and we'll go through that. In, uh, also, you can't choose an, the same augment twice. Right, right. Um, but uh, for the Royal Redding Goat, uh, you've got uh, White Mage, Black Mage, Red Mage, Bard, Summoner, and Scholar. And uh, the base stats on that is Defense 40, MP plus 20, Int plus 5, Mind plus 5, and Charisma plus 5. And uh, finally, the uh, the last uh, uh, piece that you can choose from here is the Merc Watercore. Uh, and uh, that's for Monk, 
Thief, Beastmaster, Ranger, Ninja, Blue Mage, Corsair, Pup, and Dancer. The base stats there, Defense 42, HP, HP plus 10, MP plus 10, Strength plus 5, Dex plus 5, and Agility plus 5. Now, the uh, the selectable augments that you can choose from are Accuracy plus 10, Evasion plus 10, Critical Hit Rate plus 3, Fast Cast plus 5%, uh, Blood Packed Ability minus Four or plus four? Is that plus? Minus? Is that minus? Oh wow! Okay, me, me, me it minus it four. makes it shorter. Uh, uh, attack plus ten, magic accuracy plus ten, store TP plus four, subtle blow plus four, call beast ability delay minus fifteen, uh, avatar perpetuation cost minus two, ranged attack plus ten, magic attack bonus plus four. Enmity plus five, snapshot plus five, quick draw ability uh, delay minus five, ranged attack plus ten, double attack plus two, enmity minus five, dual wield effect plus three percent, and uh, there are a bunch of different uh, pet uh, pet uh, augments there too. Uh, yeah, these things are really nice. I know someone. I know someone who really likes his pet augment gear. Uh, for uh, for your pet, you can uh, get uh, each of these has two stats on it. By the way, accuracy and ranged accuracy plus fifteen. That's real nice. Attack and ranged attack plus 15 uh, also magic accuracy plus 7 and magic attack bonus plus 7 and double attack and critical hit rate both plus 2 so uh, basically your pets get your pets get your pet can get Aries legs yeah essentially yes yes they can uh, but uh, uh, definitely uh, some good augments uh, and augment combinations uh, if uh, if you're a DD that doesn't have uh, you know Ascar body you can create an acceptable uh, uh, replacement for it through that. I know a lot of people that have done that. Or if you're a lazy thief and a cheap thief who can't be asked to do salvage, you can make something that's pretty damn close to the Scotties with this. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I have it. Um, is is yeah. Fusion in the chat? Is Fusion in the stream right now? Uh, yes, he is. Then tell him, can you please tell him to shut up about what I'm about to say? <laughs> uh, well, I'll always tell Fusion, Fusion to shut would up. Would you please shut up about what Bardy Wolf is about to say? <laughs> go go Thank ahead. You. We said please. We were nice yeah, about it. Yeah, he, the thing is, he's been saying this in the last few You shut up. <laughs> that I'm, or says Fusion to yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, he. if you've been listening to Pet Food Alpha, he's been down someone getting the ta- attack and accuracy on their Nuevo. Well, I mean, really, I mean, at that point, it's just kind of a Haberick, though. Well, yeah, uh, it's also goes a good defensive piece as well. Since um, this is before I had my my Kurikins of Soda and such, mm-hmm. it became a much more flexible piece for me to work with. You know, I guess. I mean, it, you know, the the available augments are there, so you can really do anything. If I was gonna get it, which I'm not, uh, I would probably get the fast cast on there, and I don't and know what never else. Never use it, and never ever ever use it for anything ever or, i would say you could use it when we're in nizul like doing things and i tell you to nuke a pudding but you're usually not paying attention no i'm not yeah okay. yeah i know uh, so long as we're on the same page <laughs> so long as we're on the same server zing ah uh, so uh this will move us on to uh moogle kupo de ta yes i want to do the first mission okay, okay. the first yeah. mission you walk into your Mog house, and you talk to your Mog. Done. Son of a bitch. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yes. I feel like we're in freaking Treasures of, Ar- of Ad Ergen again, where it's like, missions 20 through 37. You talk to an NPC. <laughs> Next up, Drenched. It began with a raindrop. 
Yep, and uh, and she also th- mentioned that the all the missions for Mukuba have these hilarious names to them. Fair enough. Uh, for this one, you're going to be looking. Uh, uh, your Moogle wants to get you, uh, th- or wants you to get him three items: uh, orcish armor plate. A seed spo- oh no, uh, <laughs> which is found uh, from mobs in uh, you got Grotto and King Rampier's tomb. Wait, hold on. Do you get it off orcs? Yes. Yes, you oh, do. So good. Quadev backscale uh, that's found in mobs in uh, Palboro Mines and Dan Griffwadi. And, and yes, uh, you do get them off of Quadev. And uh, Yagado Kalk, which oddly enough drops off of Tonberries. I don't know why. No, I'm kidding. It drops off of Yagados in uh, Gideus and uh, the uh, the inner Herot. Her- 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 yeah, whatever. Toto. Thanks, guys. Learn to be Winders. <laughs> <laughs> your windows i'm only done with stock and i know how to say that uh so uh once you uh once you get all of these items you uh trade them to your moogle in your home nation to yeah you can't be done from a rental room right uh there because there are specific uh missions that uh that need to be completed in juno rental rooms so um well also you can repeat you can also recollect the three items you get from the beastman yeah yeah to turn in for a key, which for is key. going to be a reoccurring theme throughout all of the add-ons, turning in keys for augmented items. Yeah. Also, from what I've heard, these are these things aren't that bad for a lower-level player, too. Yeah, yeah, some of them are okay. Um, but uh, the next uh, the, the next mission that you're going to be doing is really, really hard, really hard. Just go to Upper Juno, click H8, inconspicuous door. Hooray. It would be harder for me than it would be for Vicky, because she'd get there a lot quicker, seeing as how she wouldn't be wearing end feet. Because <laughs> they're weighted down. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're a lot heavier than what Hasten, people think they are, jamming, Vicky. You're jam- actually pretty lucky. Hasten, a jammin' Juno? Welcome to my decrepit domicile. But hold on, because this next one, this, this one gets a little bit more serious, okay? That was funny, joking that it's a hard thing. We just click on a cutscene. Yeah. But this next one a bit uh, a bit more. Um, you have to go to the inconspicuous door. Oh, that's no, the that's one the I just one. said. Well, you said God, go to you're Juno. Dumb. You're, you're dumb. dumb. You're dumb. You're dumber. Either way, you go to Upper uh, Juno, click the dang door, you get a cutscene. This is where your Moogle asks you to collect some uh, more things. This one, however, you've got to do harvesting, mining, and logging. Yep. Lame. So it's due to this is why I carry around a stack of these tools now. Shantoto Ascension, uh, you have to do crafting. Yes. Lame. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to is, that. I hope it's level 100 crafting. We'll, we'll get, no, it's not. Dang. That is not here or there right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, uh, So, all right, so he, uh, your, your Moogle asks for a sturdy metal strip, uh, a rugged tree bark, and savory lamb roast. Uh, tell okay. us, tell us how to get each one of these items. The sturdy metal strip can be attained by, first off, it's a key item, and it can be attained through mining in any of the original or Zillar areas. Yep. Next up, the rugged tree bark. Basically, this is where you get from logging from in the original or Zillar areas. Excluding Buburimu Peninsula. That is true. Reason. For some reason. See just, just, just for the heck of it, I guess. Uh, yeah. And uh, and for the savory lamb roast. Uh, You've got to do harvesting. Harvesting. All right. So Okay. No, hold on. I, I have a problem with this now. Okay. Sturdy metal strip. That makes sense. You're mining metal out of mining. Okay. Whatever. Rugged tree bark. Yeah. You're pulling some bark off a tree. How, how does harvesting, like getting on the ground, going through some weeds and stuff, give you a lamb roast? I, uh, Anyone? How does it make any sense at all? Well, you uh, kill... Lots of sheep and they die and they fade into the ground. 
Fair yeah. enough. Anyway, all right. So now you've got now you've got uh, you've got your uh, your three key items. You go and you trade those uh, each of those. What? Yeah, right. I just click the door. Or, really, yeah, just you just that scene. essentially yes. Um, so uh, get the get the items. Click the uh, inconspicuous door, and uh, then you move on to your next mission. What's the name of the next mission? Curses or horrifically harrowing hex. All right. So for this one, uh, you zone into Windurst Walls for a cutscene. Yep. And uh, talk to Shantato. Yep. The ever lovely Dr. Shantoto. Uh, she wants a, a ripe star fruit to begin the next mission. You also talk to her again to figure out where you can get it. Which, yeah. Where is that, Annie? Uh, that's uh, in the outer yeah. ruins of <laughs> something. Horror <laughs> uh, Toto. Uh, uh, it's uh, concealed in a, quote, very special cardigan. Uh, Zone into Isaruda for a cutscene yeah. after that. Which brings us to our next mission. Bardu. And errand, the professor's price. All right. So. Sorry, uh, were you going to say. No, no, I was. I was he was going to cue you to say it. You were ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're, you're ahead. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Good, good job. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, you, uh, you've got to obtain one or more of. Uh, are, are these. These are uh, key items from Cardigans. 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 Why, why are we going why are we going coat shopping? Cardigans. Uh the from uh, Cardians in the uh, outer Horatoto ruins. Yes, uh, also the orb of cups, the orb of coins, the orb of batons and the or- orb of swords. All right. The, you only need one of them to start the fight, but it's a really good idea to have all of them because the thing is, these various orbs allow you to do the various um, types of damage. Cups allows you to do piercing, uh, coins allows you to do magic, baton does blunt, and sword, of course, would do slashing. And uh, this is kind of a theme that we'll see again later in uh, in the Shantoto Ascension add-on. Yeah. Also, getting more of these stuff will also make you have to fight less mobs. Yes. Okay. For this uh, fight, you got to go to the at the outer Horto Trudens from East Surutabruta. There's a question mark on the ancient magical gizmo directly opposite of the entrance. This is where you click it for the fight. Basically like the Mandy fight um, back in Quiffum. Mm-hmm. You fight a custom cardian. Uh, after you all the feed, you've got to immediately get the ripe star fruit along with a peach coral key. And also some XP. Yep. yep. After that, you you got to go back to Shantota with the star fruit. Then she asks you to pay her 5k gil. Quite the bargain for her, she says, and admittedly, knowing her power, she's kind of right, you know? I, I I guess, but then again, uh, I don't think much of Shantota anyway. Bazing! Uh, so uh, then you uh, return to the uh, inconspicuous door for you're, another cutscene. Yeah, you're going to get flare free in your face, honey. <laughs> Bring it, bitch. Let's go. Lol, shadows are up. <laughs> You have. You're. you're not. Uh, oh no, she's casting another one. I should recap. I still have two shadows. Ah. Uh, anyway, shock. Errant abuse of authority. Yes, that is our next mission that we're. Oh, be I thought you. I thought you meant she'd cast a dot on me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I got one uh, shadow left. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is uh, this is one of the last cutscenes that uh, that we're going to be getting here for uh, for uh, uh, the Moogle Coupo d'état. So, uh, uh, what what do we need to do for uh, for this mission? Well, first off, like you said, after you pay Santo the five k, you go back to Upper Juno, click the door, you get another cutscene. 
After that, you gotta get some Geisel Greens. And your Moogle will tell you to go to an area in the original Arzillot areas and dig with chocobos. Done. I'm not doing this. No. Chocobo <laughs> digging? Really? No. No. We're done here. We're done. Let's just move on to Shantoto because uh, nobody's really... Uh, really? Are, are we supposed to take this seriously? Is that all it takes to get... Done? Oh. Chocobo <laughs> digging. Shantoto. freaking awesome. First mission in Shantoto, you have to chocobo dig, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Not no, it's quite. actually clamming. Go actually, you gotta do clamming for the first mission of Shantado. Okay, it is time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. So you're gonna be doing chocobo digging for this stupid quest. <laughs> You've gotta get a couple stacks of Geishal Greens, and you gotta either rent a chocobo or use a chocobo whistle. But since uh, your chocobos hate you on, you're probably just gonna wanna rent one. Chocobos. I don't like chocobos. Uh, Quay. What? Uh, unless, unless they're honey roasted, right? <laughs> that is that is correct. Honey roasted or with oh. buffalo sauce. Uh, those, oh those, my gosh. Those are those are nice ways. Anelia uh, uh, is so gonna kill you now, isn't she? <laughs> Probably. Happy birthday, Anelia. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't possibly be banned anymore from the Chocobo Society. So, so, uh, so. All right. What are we? What are we digging for? What are we trying to find? A moldy, wormy in chest. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yes. That's exactly what I wanted to find too. Do we have to touch it? Can we just like? All right, okay. so so what's what? Okay, we get the moldy worm eaten the eaten chest, <laughs> and all the girls out there go ew. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> you, can, you can already hear it in Vicky's voice. <laughs> just just put your gloves on, okay? Yeah, uh, and 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 hands. You have those at least. <laughs> yes, I have those. Something we should mention about this thing, though, is that when you're digging, you get hints for how close you are to the actual spot. <laughs> Oh, so it's an actual spot that you have to find. That's great. You're playing awesome. hot and cold. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Once you get the moldy worming chest... Oh, by the way, you can also redo this again for the key. Yeah, yeah, you can get bring the... It back to the yeah. You bring it back to the door. This is where you get the next mission. Lender beware. Read the fine print. All right. So uh, you check the inconspicuous door again, and then your Moogle tells you to go uh, pretty close to where we are. Sea Serpent's Grotto. Yep. Uh, sea Serpent Grottoes. Once you zone in, you go to C8, which will bring you to an area hidden on the map. You pass through two cracked walls, leading to a hidden room. Basically, I believe it's the same place you go for Tonko or Utsusemi. No, it's Tonko. That, I wouldn't know. I bought it. Yeah, basically the same place you go for Tonko Ichi. So basically, uh, the shady sh Sconce. Is it Sconce? Sconce. That's how I'm pronouncing it. Yes, Fair Sconce. Alright. Anyway, you must check it again. Also, if you zone in after checking the Shady Scones, you've got to check it again before you go to the um, next place, the Waterfall Basin. All right. Also, you're going to need a Sahagin key. Right. Uh, that's, yes, because getting around in there can be a pain in the ass. Well, the thing is, should we mention how to get the Sahagin key? Sure. Okay, the Sahagin key quest, basically, you're, first off, you're going to need a Silver Beast coin. A Mithril Beast coin and a... And well, a three mythical, well, three mythical beast coins. Yeah. Well, make sure you have four though for the next one though. For yeah. The, for the for Shantoto, yeah. Yeah. And well, one Nord but shell. But if it's your first time doing this key quest, you you need to get one gold beast coin as well. Yep. Make sure you have two, because you're gonna need it for the doors, you know. Yeah. First off, you need to talk to uh, Gim and Norg. He's at um next to the Chocobo rental. 
Then you go to Sea Serpent Grotto, head to the Traveler Door I-14 on the first map. If you've not passed through the door before, examine it several times, you see a glitter of gold. Then you can trade the gold beast coin to yep. go through the door. You keep, by the way, you, you you trade these coins to the doors if you haven't done this before, you keep the coin. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't lose the coin when you trade it. I was concerned yes. about that. Were you? Nope. Okay. Anyway, also make sure you have some some, some form of sneak as well, if you're even if you're seventy five, because this stuff will aggro you. Yeah, there there is some aggro down there. Uh, you have to travel to H eleven and you go to Bow the Righteous, he's a Sahagan. You talk mm-hmm. to him and he complains about some dude named Her the Betrayer selling these keys. Alright. Now you go to the Silver Beast coin door N fourteen. You go to H three to talk to her. Also, if you're, this is the first time doing this quest, uh, if you zone any time, if you DC or you tractor, you've got to start over from the beginning. All right. Anyway, you talk to Herb of the Trayer. First time, he asks for a gold beast coin and a Norg shell. And he turns the Norg shell into a Sahagan key. It's rare X and also breaks upon use. All right. So Now, uh, here's Kahlo's super quick guide to getting a Sahagan key anytime after this when you need one. Here's what you do. Go to Sea Serpent Grotto. Go through the Silver Beast Coin door at N14. Travel to H3 and talk to Herbert the Trayer. Give him three Missile Beast Coins and Norg Shell. Bam! There you go. There's your key. Yep. Yep. That's for uh, subsequent trades, but yeah. Yep. Anyway. So, so uh, now that you've got your uh, Sahagan key, uh, which you need the, to uh, open... The, the ornamental... Yeah, it's the ornamented door. And uh, and uh, that's... Yeah, you really you can't miss it. It's got like a... I don't know, like... Torches it's, it's, on either side or something. Kind of ornaments. It has it's, ornaments it, yeah, on it, guys. It's, well, it's hence ornamented it door. <laughs> yes, it's well, it's well decorated. Uh, it's like if I said go through the tiger door, you would be looking for a door with a tiger <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh, yes, you would. All right. Anyway, so once you get past the door, um, make sure you have sneak and vis up. Yeah, because these mobs are like t-, t or VT, I believe. Some pretty stuff mobs. That or if you're not a pansy, you can just kick their asses. But seriously, they're rated T or VT. So yeah, seriously, you, kick their asses. Yes, let's get aggro the whole way so we have to do a bunch of needless fighting on the way to finishing our stupid Excuse quest. Excuse me. After we've just done chocobo digging. The type of people that we Waste hang out with. Waste my time more. On. Waste my time uh, more. You're a thief. Shouldn't you specialize in being stealthy? Uh, I would rather stab them in the face. All right. So once you uh, get once good you luck finding the face on a sack of ice. Excuse me. You are talking to the guy who can trick attack elementals and magic pots in sky. All right. I, anyway, I, th- basically, I think that's uh, a lie. But anyway, uh, you basically you zone into the next area. I walk walking across the stone bridge. Basically, it's the same waterfall for the impulse drive NM quest. Uh, Vicky, have you you've, you should know about this, right? Hmm. <laughs> okay, Kahlo. <laughs> Impulse drive. You know where oh. you go for the NM. Yes, 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 yes. There I, you go. Took forever to actually do you that. You click quest. the waterfall basin. We're doing a time. show. We're doing a show here, Vicky. My <laughs> one <That> scene. <laughs> I <laughs> promise you. See a cool mogul wearing purple sunglasses and a purple vest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mogul Pam. <laughs> so he's actually, he's actually a lone shark. Just to be spe- just to specify. All right. So there's your mogul lone shark. Yes, after you talk to him, after a cutscene, you go back to your Moogle. But, which, by the way, in, after the first few missions, your Moogle starts wearing this green vest in the cutscenes. Spoilers! <laughs> the vest is green. Well, anyway, after you get another cutscene, and basically telling you you have to go to quicksand caves, and 
you need the map, the quicksand caves map for this next mission. So uh, after all that work getting behind that door in Sea Serpent's Grotto, you just talk to a guy and he tells you, nope, you're not where you need to be. So uh, now it's off to quicksand caves. And you need the map for the place. It actually says that the <laughs> map is required to complete the mission. So if you don't have the map, you get to go key hunting. Are you freaking... <laughs> it does say that. It does say that. I was kind of half kidding about the chocobo digging thing, but that is enough to actually make me say, screw this. Just letting you know, Square Enix. Just letting you know. That's enough to make me say, nope. Not even not not worth not worth the extra two strength and the weapon skill accuracy or damage increase whatever the hell it is. No, not Did worth you even it. Buy this one or have you not bought it yet? I don't. Can you buy the quicksand caves, man? Can you? Or no? no like I mean, you got to get the, You got to do a chest. You, you actually get, have yeah. to get a key to drop and then run around down there looking for the chest. Yes, that. That no. I would do. I could do it for you. I know, I know you. I have could. them memorized still. <laughs> I already had the map, so I was good there. The reason why is because you have to go to a, a goblin geologist um, at Western Altepa. At, this um, goblin has a PhD in geology. <laughs> yes, he does. No. Uh, I want to know from what university. That's what I want to know. Bomb toss um. you. <laughs> All, right. All right, so... Uh, you gotta enter from Western Altepa Desert at D12. You talk to him, and he'll mark the nine locations on your map. You gotta get nine stones. You should be able to mark locations on a blank map. <laughs> Come on. It's kinda here, and kinda there, and you it might be there. You don't actually have the map, so you can't actually mark them on the damn map. Uh, I think that you should. Map. <laughs> Anyway, there are nine key items. These various stones, which I'm not going to go on the names because it's just a waste of time. There are various some um, new critical question mark points that have been introduced with that with this add-on. You got to go check them. They're marked on your map, like I said. You bring the nine stones back to your goblin geologist, and you'll get the Navarta talisman. Also, if you fail the fight, you got to recollect the stones again and get the uh, talisman again. All right. Well, there, there you go. Yeah. This is called, by the way, this is called Rescue, a Moogle's Labor of Love. Just so you know. Next fight is called Roar, a Cat Burglar Bears Her Fangs. Basically, you've got to go to the Chamber of Oracles after you get the Talisman. So this is a standard uncapped uh, six-person fight uh, against um, three, starts off as three goblins and Nana Migo. All right, so uh, so you've got uh, you've got thirty minutes to uh, to to do this BC. Basically, you've just got to defeat um, the boss, uh, Nana Miho. Uh, she has eleven to twelve k HP. She um, has a very fast uh, regen. Good idea to bio or poison her, or both. Um, she's susceptible to gravity and sleep, so she builds a tolerance to sleep. She can use perfect dodge and has double attack or a triple attack, as a, you would expect a thief and to have. And she's attacking so fast that you can't tell what it is, it's probably triple attack. <laughs> so, good point, and she's a thief, so. Her melee attacks also have uh, additional effects that would paralyze, silence, stun, or poison to them as well. Ooh la la, so, my hero. It'd be a good idea to, shadow, to blink tank this, basically. Yeah, try not to get hit. I think that's kind of the name of the game there. Yeah, she also has this powerful AoE cone attack called the King Cobra Clomp. Try saying that three times fast. Basically, King Cobra Clomp, it's a very 
powerful attack. It, more correctly, it can do up to K worth of damage. Uh, it ignores shadows, and then she uh, basically she also. But you get all that. Yeah. It appears that defense and the physical damage reduction do not reduce damage taken from King Corbaclomp. Tanks may want to low focus on HP, gear, and food, and possibly magic defense bonus. Yeah, it probably uses the same mechanics as what the Tonberry's uh, stab does, except it doesn't shed hate. So, yeah. Fealty also greatly reduces the damage taken as well. Upon part defeat, she returns to the center of the... F or she gets back to 100 HP. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you really want to do for this fight, you've started for the sleep guy. Uh, sleep her and the goblins. Kill the goblins one by one so you don't have to worry about them. Mm -hmm. Then you go straight for the main boss. Also, uh, periodically, she she'll also summon her minions. Both use dagger and all dagger weapon skills, much like herself. They can be slept and silenced. Uh, one of them appears to be a ninja, and the other one seems to be a black mage. Uh, also, taking into consideration, there's not really much sense in killing Bopa and Cha, her minions, because they can be resummoned either randomly or together, so it's best to just keep them slept. This is a pretty standard fight. A standard six-person party can handle it easy. Uh, anyway, relief. A triumphant return. Anyway, you gotta go to the door, get a cutscene, and you get an invitation to a series of games happening at Castles of All. Alright. The best place for an arcade. <laughs> Joy summoned to a fabulous fate. Fete. How do you pronounce F A T? How do you pronounce Fete? How do you pronounce fate? that word? Fet? Fat? Fat? I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. Anyway, you. I don't the, even know what that is. What is a fat or fete or whatever? Feety. It's what you put your end feet on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Good one. That was a high five. <laughs> Impressive. Uh, so uh, you're gonna head over to Castles of All Bailey's for a cutscene, but just know that after that cutscene, you will be immediately starting the next mission. Yes. So just know that. All right. So. Uh, uh, after clicking on the uh, shadowy pillar uh, just ahead of the entrance, you will be greeted by a stooge moogle. Yes. He apparently was uh, one of the backup for Iggy and the Stooges. Anyway. Uh, or, or the three Stooges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who, he's going to send you out for uh, a gauntlet challenge coupon. Spelled with a K. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's in Zarkabard. Uh, <laughs> actually, Zarkabard um, trivia champ. What? The trivia. Yeah. You, you said that we were coming out here for games and we get a trivia challenge? Who decided this add on? Alex Trebek? <laughs> <laughs> Alex Trebek Taru. <laughs> actually, how about Alex Tricupo? <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, really quick. Uh, apparently, uh, fete is French for feast festival. Thank you, Tam2. <laughs> of course, Tam2 would know that. <laughs> hey, Tammy. Uh, all right, so uh, that hey, brings... You, you gotta, now you got to Bosidine Glacier. Yep. A challenge. You could be the winner. That's an a, yep, a name here. All right, yeah, so... These mini-games, like I said, uh, basically the everyone's favorite part of this... Um, add-on, because it's a hell of a lot more fun to do than that of the uh, tower climb. Yeah, I would imagine that it might be. But, uh, so so what are we doing here? What, uh, uh, this uh, We've got puzzle solving and first apparently off, a trivia con yes. contest. Alright, so, so what First what off, the you hell? Need, you need, first off, <laughs> if you don't have the Northlands map, you can't do this part yet. 
Oh, more map hunting. Yeah, you must have the map. Yep, sweet. <laughs> Damn it. This one's wrong. This map, though, you need to do a quest. Oh, boy. That's even better than coffer hunting. Uh, it's still, you still have to get a drop item, though. Anyway, you need the, you need the map before you can do this, okay? So and go look up the map quest information, and you'll figure out how to do the map. Which, admittedly, is kind of less annoying than I have to find a coffer for it. I guess. Maybe not. No. Like no, it's definitely not. So... You go to Bucidine Glacier, talk to the Goblin Grenadier outside the tower um, where the OP is, basically. The Goblin tells you to search the six pips in Bucidine Glacier. They're somewhere within G8, G9, H8, and H9. They're pretty close together, uh, but it shouldn't be hard, too hard to find them, really. The thing is that when you see them, they'll mark on your map, um, they'll show us certain elementals. Mm-hmm. See, the point of this puzzle is you've got to... Uh, determine a number from the way these um, elementals are lined up. Okay, I get you. Um, so, I, I see I see kind of a, a of a readout here of, like, where, you know, like, how, how, how the different numbers could be put together here. Um, so, this is this is going to take. I, I I have a feeling that this is probably going to take a little bit more involvement on on your part than just listening to the show. So again, check out FFXcyclopedia, um, and and you know kind of. It, it, it be able to that'll be able to help you solve the yeah, puzzle. Yeah, in fact, if you go to the page we're looking at, which you know, click on missions, click on Mukuba Dietet, and go to a challenge, you could be a winner. Dietet, whatever. And uh, it says that Easy Killer Ramu wrote a JavaScript app to solve this, and you can find it here. And there's a little link that you can click on. Uh, click really, on. all you need to do is know the order of the elemental da- of the uh, elemental days. Really, you're asking too much of us already. Yep, uh, but uh, uh, two maps, well, yeah, chocobo dude, digging, just, and just memorizing go- days. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just go on FFX Wikipedia, look up the elemental days, and you'll get the order, okay? Uh, but, uh, but you know what, it is, it is, uh, it should be mentioned that no fighting is, uh, is necessary to be able to, uh, finish this, so, um. Uh, anyway, you've got to get the right number, and you tell it to the goblin. Also, if you get it right the first time, it gives you this very potent flea effect. Mm-hmm. By potent, I mean it's duration. It lasts a pretty long time. You get this pocket mog bomb key item, which you must take to a to the lonely evergreen at um, uh, G seven. By the way, you gotta talk to the lonely evergreen first before you start this whole mess, okay? Mm-hmm. Anyway, you gotta bring the pocket mog bomb back to the lonely evergreen. You get another coupon. Next, you run to Zarkabard. Like I said, the flea effect lasts pretty long, so. If you're quick enough with the next part, you can probably last through up to getting back into the castle. This one, you've got to answer trivia. This is trivia about yourself, about your character. Okay. Basically, how many times you've joined a party, how many times you've chatted in the link shell, how many times, how many monsters you've killed, how many times you've entered your mog house. Hint, we all know that when it came to the Adventure Appreciation campaign, we screenshotted our results, so just find that <laughs> screenshot. <laughs> Actually, there's another method to this. Uh, uh, the correct answer follows a simple math-like pattern. If the highest number is double the lowest number within one digit, then the highest number is the correct answer. However, if the highest number is only 1.5 the lowest number, 1.5 times, that is, then the lowest number is correct. Whoa. 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 Okay. No. <laughs> math okay. Too? Hold really? on now, Square Enix. You're asking me now to do math? You know, I'm done. This game... <laughs> I quit. No, I quit. I am done. I'm going to play Aeon, guys. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Uh, so, okay. Let's assume that you get the correct answer. 
Uh, yeah, you have to do it three times. Right. And, uh, you got to that- jump between three certain spots at some, uh, let's see, they're all, they're within the GAHA area. You have to run to them to choose, that's the answer you choose, really. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you get if you get three right in order, of course, you get another coupon, which you bring back to the Moogle back in Castles of All Baileys. This is part three. It's a level one cap walk through Zaval Baileys. That sounds amazing. Actually, it's not as bad as you think, because they also give you Seek, Invis, and for some reason, Deodorize. Is it permanent? Uh, no, but it lasts a pretty, it's lasts a pretty good a while. You might want to carry an extra sneak and viz pot just in case, but it really, if you if you know your way to the, the part where you're supposed to go, you really don't need it. Anyway, you've got to go to basically the entrance to Castles of All Keep. You click the f- Flames of Fate out right outside the entrance to Keep, and you get the next coupon, the Festival Souvenir Coupon. Oops, size. Next up in Castles of All Keep, you have to click the ominous pillar to your left as you zone in. This is where another stooge move comes out and tells you you need to go find a moogle somewhere to get your final coupon. Really, it's uh, basically these these moogles are on the way till the entrance to the throne room. You know those uh, where those teleport pads are? Yeah. Those warp areas, the part where you warp into, there's craggy pillars. You click on them, see if it's the right moogle. If not, you keep going until you find the right one. And eventually, you'll find the right one. They give you the coupon. Then you go to the throne room. All right. So uh, the throne room. This is the final battle for Moogle. So Copenhagen. hold on. We actually get to kick something's ass now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And like just straight out, it's not like ride on a chocobo and and dig. And if you get hot, it does damage. And if it's cold, <laughs> no. I mean, you actually get to go in and like stab something in the back of the face. How can you stab something in the back of the face? You stab deep. <laughs> 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 I guess that would technically be be correct. All right, so what are we killing, finally? Uh, well, first off, this thing is called Smash, a malevolent menace. Basically, you're fighting a giant, Galka-sized Moogle. That's a big Moogle. Yes. It's Rico Kupanreich. Okay. It's basically a giant Moogle with magicite embedded in its stomach. First, but make sure you click the door before it for the cutscene, of course. Mm-hmm. All right, so when you appear in the battlefield, you're going to see a giant Moogle, three times as big, apparently huge, scary. That's a big Moogle. It is a big Moogle. It's f-ing terrifying. Size. It's a Moogle that's the size of a Galka. Yeah. And so, uh, as I said before, he takes increased damage. Um, <coughs> some uh, Black Mage nukes have been recorded for hitting up to, like, 3,000 damage. Um, from what I've heard, this fight isn't too holy hard. It's not like, you know, um, the previous ACP fight where it's very cookie cutter and you have to have this job and this job and this job. Um, as long as you're smart and you know what you're doing and your people aren't noobs, then you should be able to figure out and get through it pretty easy. So let's go through a couple of the things. Um, your giant Moogle here is susceptible to behind gravity, but of course he gradually builds resistance to both of them. Um, instead of using melee attacks, he uses ranged bomb attacks that cause a sharp knockback effect, and he also has two main TP moves. The first is Bill Toss, which also inflicts terror with a gaze, which means that if you aren't facing him, you won't get terrored. Uh, Wash Tub, where it's AoE damage plus stun and amnesia. Now, the fight has three stages, but they're really more or less all the same. You're basically going to be fighting him, and when you get him down to 50%, he will summon five henchmen moogles, which are black mage, and he'll retreat to the top of the stairs where two white mage moogles begin to heal him to full health. 
You can't damage the white mages, you can't damage him, so just concentrate on wiping out all the black mages. They are susceptible to sleep and silence, so if you stick an Aga, then you can wash them up and round them up and burn them down with whatever you have pretty quickly and pretty easily because Raffle, they're black mages. <laughs> um, now after this, phase two starts, air quotes, and what that means is he comes back down and you get to do the same thing. Beat him to 50%, he'll summon his black mages, he'll pop up top, he'll start to heal, kill the black mages. Then he comes down and phase three starts. Now, he will summon the five black mage henchmen again when you get him to 50%, but he will not retreat to the top. At this point, you don't have to worry about killing all the black mages again because you only have to kill him in order to win. So in this third stage at 50% when he pops his moogles, sleep got and then finish him off um watch out for things of course like we said the bill toss the wash tub and he also uses a crystalline flare at any point below 50 percent it is advised to sleep the henchman moogle at this point for that reason so that you can burn him down really quick because it does some nasty stuff so all in all as i said from what i've heard very easy uh most job combinations as long as you have a sleep gut then is pretty simple to do all right, fair enough, and uh, that brings us to uh, the the rewards that uh, you'll be getting. You get a again, you get uh, on on completion seven hundred and fifty experience or limit points, but you get an ox blood key and an angel skin key. The ox blood key is the one that is exchanged down in the shan- uh, the. Uh, um, Ten Shoto. Ten Shoto. Thank you. That's exchanged down in the Ten Shoto for your final rewards. Uh, again, just like uh, the the last add-on, there are three rewards here. Uh, we're taking a look at the Anwig Salad. Uh, this is for Monk, Thief, Beastmaster, Ranger, Ninja, Blue Mage, Corsair, and Puppet Master. Uh, and Dancer, uh, also in there. The base stats on there. Defense 21, HP plus 10, MP plus 10, Subtle Blow plus 3. Uh, you've also got uh, the Champions Gala. Uh, that's for Warrior, Paladin, Dark Knight, Samurai, and Dragoon. And uh, the stats there are Defense 24, HP plus 15, and Counter plus 3. And I'd also like to say something about this one, too. Yes. It is. It looks like a Spartan helm. Yes, it does, and it looks kind of goofy, and it's a good thing that it's a good weapon skill piece because I don't think I could walk around with that thing on. The last one that we got Otherwise, here... But it allows you to kick people into a dark, deep abyss that you don't like. Uh, yeah, I, that that's possible, but... Uh, <laughs> and he's like, I'll if I had the chance, I would not have to wear that hat to kick someone into a dark, deep pit. Uh, the last one that we have here is the Selenan Cap. Uh, the base stats on here uh, for White Mage, Black Mage, Red Mage, Bard, Summoner, and Scholar. Base stats here, uh, Defense 19, MP plus 20, and Conserve MP plus 3. Uh, now, uh, the possible augments that you can put on each one of these pieces of gear. Uh, here, there's uh, we, we've got a couple of uh, skill pairings now. Uh, the first one here, Haste plus 3% and Enhances snapshot effect that's up three percent strength plus four and weapon skill accuracy plus 15 that's personally my favorite out of the bunch dex plus four and increases critical hit damage plus two percent we've also got vit plus four and shield skill plus five good for the paladins in the crew uh agility agility plus four and increases weapon skill damage plus two percent 
Uh, I've also got Int plus four and Magic Accuracy plus two. Mind plus four and Cure Potency plus three percent and Charisma plus four and Waltz Ability Delay minus two. We've also got Accuracy plus ten and Attack plus five. Ranged Accuracy plus ten and Ranged ac- uh, Attack plus five. Uh, evasion plus 10 and store TP plus 4. Magic accuracy plus 3 and MP uh, recovered while healing plus 3. Magic attack bonus plus 2 and HP recovered while healing plus 3. Magic damage taken minus 2% and enmity up by 4. Magic critical hit rate plus 10% and enmity minus 4. Enhances fast cast ability plus 3% and blood packed ability delay minus 3. We've also got strength plus 2 and haste plus 2%. We've also got Dex plus 2 and Haste plus 2%. Uh, that, that continues down the line along with Vitality, Agility, and uh, we get to Int, and that enhances Fast Cast by 2%, and that continues all the way through the Mage abilities, or the Mage uh, stats, Mind, Charisma, and Agility, uh, well, uh, mind, charisma, mind and Charisma, excuse me. Uh, you've got Accuracy plus 3, and paired with that, you've got Pet Haste plus 5%. You've also got Accuracy plus three and pet critical hit rate plus three percent attack plus three and pet adds regen effect and finally attack plus three and pet damage taken minus ten percent are did, did we actually just waste time telling them what the, what the beastmaster augments are yes we did awesome yes we did yeah, actually once again i know i know someone beastmaster pub master really has a really likes this summoners stuff. too summoners too come on i mean and and if you and a, and a crazy dragoon too yeah, I, I think crazy being the operative word there. <laughs> uh, I myself got uh, the collectively strength plus six, weapon skill accuracy plus 15, and the haste plus two. That's exactly what I would have put on there. Yep, that's pretty good. What? No, we'll get to it. Oh, what? No, we'll get to it. Don't okay. worry about it. All right, Don't all worry right. about it. I'm going to blast us through like the first half of Shantado so fast, your, your head's going to spin. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> All right, so moving on, uh, we are now to our final add-on scenario here, a Shantoto Ascension. And this is how it's going to start out. So uh, the first thing you're going to do once you get this add-on scenario is you are going to enter Windurst Walls from Windurst Woods or Waters, not from your Mog House, and that's going to initiate a cutscene and send you into the next mission automatically following this cutscene. Yep. So boom, mission one's done. Next, you're going to zone into East Saruta Baruta or West Saruta Baruta from Windurst, and that's basically going to throw you right into the next mission. Look at that. Two of them done. I, I'm, I'm serious. I think the TOA guys are the ones that made these missions. <laughs> oh, and this is the part where you talked about crafting. You know yeah. what? This isn't actually that bad considering no, what you have to do after this. It's not. It's not, but it can be a gill sink if you get a couple of those uh, uh, bad breaks. Mm-hmm. So. So basically, um, you're going to need to get some type of enfeeblement kit. It's going to be silence, blindness, poison, or sleep. And they'll tell you which one you need. You'll only have to make one. And make sure you remember which one you're told, because if you turn in the wrong one, you're not going to get the Mm cutscene. Right. So the first thing you're going to do, and you don't have to necessarily have to do it in this order, but head to Windurst, and you're going to talk to Kurodo Morodo in Port Windurst at E7, and he's going to inform you to get an Earth Crystal two sheets of bast parchment, and an inferior cocoon. cocoon. The cocoon can be found in the maze of Chakrami from Crawlers. When also, you s- it can be bought off the E.H., too. Yeah, yep, all of these can be bought off the E.H., yep. 
um, you're going to synthesize those all together to get the padded box. Now, the padded box can be sold on auction house and in bazaars. So if you yep. really don't want to craft, you can always just look around yeah. for all these that we're telling you to make. That's what I did. In Sandeoria, if you talk to Fulpi at E8 in southern Sandeoria, he will give you the... He's she. In Tanner's Gill. She, whatever. Is going to give you the list of mats, which includes Dark Crystal, Parchment, and the Pumice Stone. And the Pumice Stone is dropped off skeletons in Guzgin Mines and also off the auction house. For those who know, she's the same when you go for the Beastman hat things. Yep. And when you synthesize these together, you're going to get fine parchment. And you need two of these, apparently. Yep. Next, in Bastak, you're going to talk to Abdal Razik on the top floor of the Alchemist Guild in Bastak Mines. And the list of materials he gives you is Dark Crystal, Black Ink, and Magic Blood, which drops off bats found in Ordell's Cave. Upon synthesizing these together, you will make Enchanted Ink, of which you need two. Now, for your finished product, you're going to take all these items that you have. You're going to take two fine parchments, two, two Enchanted ma- Inks. Is it Enchanted Inks? Yes, that's the thing in Magic. Yes. Yep. And, and then the padded and box. the padded box. And you're going to combine these with whichever potion for the requested enfeeblement kit. For example, if you're supposed to ma- be making an enfeebling kit of poison, get a poison potion. Yes. So when you put them all together, you're going to get your kit. Now, as we said, only one of these is required, so it's not too bad. And you're going to head out to. Also, should be we should also mention that these enfeebling kits, since this is no more than level ten alchemy, really. So. Yeah, you don't have to have any skill in it to actually do it, which is if, clear have, by my advancement in Ashantoto Ascension. Yeah, but you if can. You have, but if you, if you do have a little skill in alchemy, it helps a bit. It does. It caps it does. at ten, but that doesn't mean you can't make it below it. Right. Yeah. Um, now you take that uh, that box of in, enfeebling or whatever the hell, and uh, you take it over to Quiffum Island, and uh, you trade it to the Trodden Snow, and it's in the center of the frozen pond. H seven. Yeah, that's where it's where you used to chill and wait for the for the ghosts to despawn. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. true. So uh that, that brings us that brings us to our uh our next mission here. The sugar coated directive. Now uh this one I actually thought that this was pretty fun. Uh I had a good time with this and uh if you're a summoner you won't have any problem doing this one. Um but uh if you're not and you don't have the uh the those little items that allow you to teleport to each one of the mother crystals, uh then uh, you're gonna yeah, be you're, you're gonna be doing some walking. Um, but uh, this one you got to uh, uh, how many you've got to defeat uh, at least three at yeah. least three um, but check it out if you defeat all six it's, you get extra extra yeah. cash so you'll be able to make some of that money back that you just wasted crafting I did that myself so yeah yeah you I, I didn't uh, I did four of them because I was lazy um, but uh, but basically what you're doing is you're going and killing avatars. Basically, it's the uh, level twenty. It's the mini one that's uh, and, yes. and you're fighting un- uncapped. It is not difficult at all. These are easily sword. easily soloable by most all seventy fives. Yep, except for Lulpop. They... <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure the Lulpop. What would would have an easier time with this than most? Oh wow! Yeah, I just like making fun of pups. <laughs> The thing is, that unlike the prime avatar fights, the victory leaves you at the entry location. Yeah, the avatar basically spams their their astral flow. Yeah, they need to use it at least five times at 
t- a total, they use a 80, 60, 40, 21 percent before you can actually actually it actually dies. But if you're killing them too fast, like I was, they'll actually it'll sit there at one percent and wait for them to use it five times. Yeah, because it That's actually basically. has to use them. Yes, basically. Yeah. So after, I mean, look, you don't need any kind of strat for this go in and kill it um and then after you're done go you know get out and uh, make sure you get the uh you check the uh, crystal again and put up the counter seal. yeah this is kalo's very short abridged version to killing avatars take the pointy end or blunt end of your stick insert it into the avatar <laughs> <laughs> pretty much you don't really need much more than that so uh that'll get you to the enemy of the empire arc for shantoto ascension uh now uh this oh, by the way you also get 400 experience points for winning the battle too oh yeah and you can get a key too i think um mm, no just the xp no okay uh so after uh after that you get to the enemy of the empire arc um uh, this one is going to have you back down in uh sea serpent's grotto make sure you grab a soul trapper and some, ha, this uh, is the blank part I was soul, talking about blank soul plates. Literally, when when Square Enix sat everybody down, was like, "All right, when we do these add-on scenarios, basically, we want every mini game in the entire game <laughs> to be used in these add-on scenarios." Pretty much, yeah. And then yeah. some guy raised his hand, and they were like, "Um, even that adventuring gambling? Game? No, not that one." <laughs> so that's what we have to be or clamming for. or clamming. Yeah, I don't think there is any. Clamming. Oh, there isn't. You guys were lying to me. Yeah, that oh, was I a was joke. Pissed off. <laughs> So uh, yeah, head down to Norg, um, and uh, you're going to be talking to Andraus at I-8, not far from our studios. Um, so from him, you're going to want to you, you got to get a black book, but he wants some uh, some pictures of uh, of mobs in exchange. I don't know. I guess he's weird. Um, so he's going to give you a specific list of mobs. Actually, to take it's pictures more like Pokemon of. Snap, really. It is kind of. Uh, you're going to get three mobs, and at least two of them are going to be behind those beast coin doors that we were talking about earlier in the episode with Nicole Koopa de Tosh. Um, so uh, you're, take your soul trapper and your soul plates and head out uh, and, and take the pictures of the mobs that you were assigned. Some of them are in the open area. At least one of them is going to be in the open area. Two of them are going to be behind beast coin doors. And then there's the silver, mithril, and gold beast coin door. Make sure you check FFX Cyclopedia to get the cor- corresponding uh, mobs correctly uh, with which which beast coin you're going to need, or you could just grab one of each uh, to be also, safe. Also, you can also they can also be all behind the doors too. Oh, can they? Okay, all right. Well, I, I had one behind each door, so yeah. Gotcha. Also, he also can sell you a soul trapper and a stack of blank plates, some um, for eight hundred gil. Too. Yes, that's that's true too. Or <sighs> that's a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Um. So getting a bunch of genons. So uh, head back to Andros once you get the uh, the the snapshots, and uh, he will give you the black book. Wait, you also remember you got to trade the photos one at a time too. Yes, that that's true. And then you talk to Aldo for a cutscene. <laughs> no, you do not. No. Uh, what? No. Oh, I exited that one because I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, that's long. They'll talk about it. Okay, you don't talk to Aldo for a cutscene yet. <laughs> no, Wait. You don't, but this is an actual. Uh, your your next uh, n- next mission is actually going to end up being a fight here, out in uh, Gustav Tunnel, um, and uh, basically what you're going to do is you're going to take that black book key item and uh, you're going to go and examine the outcropping uh, near F10 in the Gustav Tunnel. 
near the entrance to um, Cape Terrigan. Yeah, uh, but you can enter from either Cape Terrigan or Valcrum Dunes. It doesn't really matter. Um, it just depends on how much walking you want to do in, once you're in Gustav Tunnel. Uh, what's going to happen is uh, when you check that outcropping, a bunch of NPCs are going to spawn. Basically, well, actually, you get a cutscene first. Then you, you do get a cutscene, yeah. But um, so after the the cutscene, uh, a three and ten Shoto NPCs will spawn. Um, and then they spam Utsutsemi Ni, but that actually will produce four clones of themselves. It's not just the spell. They're producing clones, kind of like... Uh, uh, Gesho? Yeah, kind of kind of like Gesho from uh, TOAU. So uh, the, the clones are quite weak, um, but the, the problem I had during this fight... Uh, and I actually I got uh, Yurichi and uh, and, and uh, Alexa out there to uh, to help me out with this. Um, I had problems targeting, so just a, just a piece of recommend, just a small piece of recommendation. After you pop them, if you're the person that's popping, disengage completely and then reengage with who you want to target. As in assist them. You you could. Oh, I, th- I thought but, you meant. But, but you I mean, uh, the way. Well, the, uh, we did. I, I did. I had two people with me. But I mean, the the mobs are really quite weak. You can take one apiece, and, and you don't you don't need to assist yeah. anyone. But uh, targeting can be an issue after, especially after they get those clones up. Then things get kind of confusing in a hurry. Um, but when you defeat the actual, you know, the actual Tenshoto member, uh, the clones will depop. And there are a couple of different ways that you can tell if you're fighting a clone or if you're fighting the actual Tenshoto member. Uh, Bardu, do you want to uh, do you want to tell us uh, uh, what those what those clues are? I guess. I really don't remember the clues myself, but the thing is, you gotta take out at least um one of the copies of themselves before they can actually they'll actually start attacking you. Right. Yes, yeah. so you do have to take out at least one clone, but the Tenshoto members have considerably oh, uh, more yeah, HP. Found it. Yeah. Yeah, considerably more HP than uh, than the clones do. Um, so Basically watch the one that starts casting Utsutsemi Ni. Exactly. That's and if, the original. And if you can remain targeted on that one, then that's that's going to be the one that you know that you got to go after. Um, the uh, the clones don't do much damage, um, but I would recommend that uh, you know if you're only doing this with two or three people, that you bring a defensive sub job or, or have some kind of uh, defensive strategy going on. So um, melees, you know, bring sub dancer, sub ninja, something, uh, but be able to take some some hits. So after you uh, you take them down and uh, you check the outcropping again, now talk we- to Aldo and Tenshoto for CES, guys. There you oh, go. Wait, before you mention, you also get a Cactar key and 500 XP from this fight too. Y- you do, yes. And if uh, and if you're repeating it, you get a key as well. Yep. Um, but yes, then you go talk to to Aldo. Don't forget to do that. It's crucial. Yes, it is. The the sugar coated subterfuge. Yeah, and uh, after that. You, uh, you you get uh, uh, to the next mission, Chantoto and Chains. Uh, this one, uh, you've got uh, a series of six notorious monsters uh, to kill between uh, the Sanctuary of Zeta and Romave. Now these uh, these NMs are quite unique, but uh, there are a couple. They they seem to be always up, uh, except for the the ones that appear in Zeta, which are. Yes, you're right. They're nocturnal mobs. Um, I would just like to take a moment to read something from the Starbreaker chat. 
Um, Vicky says, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Why did I get a dirty thought when he said Shentato in chains? <laughs> you want to expand on that a little bit more? Yeah, come on, Vicky. You haven't, you, you haven't said much. Let's, uh, let's hear a little bit about that. <laughs> I think this is why she hasn't said that much. I'm waiting. Uh, living with your dirty roommates and boys over all the time, you hear these kind of jokes. This is the first thing I think of. <laughs> Uh, we'll make sure to slap like an NC-17 rating on this episode. <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay, going back to the NMs. Thanks, Colin. Um, no problem. But, uh, make sure you check the door at B10 before you start with a little dis- NM killing mess, okay? That's that's true. Uh, you do want to check the door at B10. There is no cutscene. Um, it's just going to give you a couple lines of text. Um, so it's pretty vague at that point. But, uh, but uh, yeah, you've got six notorious monsters and all that you got to kill. Um, so, uh, Bardu, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about these NMs? Okay, let's start off with the uh, mobs in the Zeta first. Okay. There are three mobs. They only appear between 17 uh, and 7 of game time. Because so they are undead. Yes. The first one is the Blessed Bones. They spawn around F7, and they only take mag- magic damage. Yeah, and, and there can be a couple of them up at once, too. Like, there's there's yes. usually, like, two, maybe three up, depending on what, what's happening at the time. But, yeah, there's there's multiples of these up. These NMs also do depop after five minutes of engaging them, so uh, you'll want to make sure that, you know, you're not... You're not, you know, like a dark knight that has a, a you know, a, a bow and trying to defeat the ranged attack mob because it's truly not going to work. And I speak from experience. So, do, so do I. <laughs> although, I'm, although I have much more archery skill than you do, probably. Yes, you do. Yes, um, I, I have six merits into it. So yeah, uh, I have no skill zero. Uh, but uh, but each one of these NMs takes a different type of damage. Um, the uh, going back to blessed bones out in Zeta. This one only takes magic damage um, and it takes reduced damage from ice, earth and water elemental magic. So there are, so while there are two mobs that take magic, uh, that only take magic damage, they're uh, the the kinds of elements that uh, because I mean like when they say reduced damage it's very very reduced damage. So you want yeah, to know what elements you're casting on what NMs. So, all right, that's pretty next much up, that's pretty yeah, much blessed bones right there. So yep. next up is the skeleton scuffler. Mm-hmm. He only takes blunt damage. So basically, if you're using Titan, using Mountain Buster, you're pretty much good there. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, if you're if you're a Dark Knight, there's uh, I, what's it uh, the rusty blade. Something like that. There's a there's a great sword that all the damage transfers to blunt damage. Um, most Dark Knights have them for uh, the uh, damage floors for Limbus. Um, so that works. I can confirm that that works. So um, and these are by seventy five. These are fairly soloable. Some of them are. Um, if if you have the damage that it takes, it can be soloed. It's possible. I soloed two of them, but they're not easy it's not a, a total wipeout like some of these fights are so um just keep that in mind next up is the holy horror he's a go- by the way we should mention probably should mention where the scuffler pops shouldn't we oh yeah uh spawns around f8 in uh in zeta that's the scuffler yep holy horror is a ghost uh he spawns around h8 and he only takes piercing damage but he doesn't take ranged damage right yep yep so 
So basically dagger, pull arm. Yeah, you're going to need to to grab a bunch of people to to be able to to do this. So, um mm-hmm. bunch of varieties of uh, of types of damage. All right, so that's the three notorious monsters in Zeta. Now we've got three in Romave to go kill. First off is the fired urn. He it spawns at K9 K9 and only takes slashing damage. Mhm. I easily soloed this, but it is a magical type mob, so uh, you should have some sort of stun. Dark Knight's pretty easy. Um, other DDs, you might be able to kill it faster than I was. So, uh, but uh, but just know that it, it is going to cast uh, Gauze and I want to say Ancient Magic too, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Next up is the one you were mentioning, in your the Steely Weapon, the yes. one that only takes ranged damage. So you'll need someone who can at least do a, we- a ranged weapon skill, a ranger, a Sam sub ranger, corsair. Um, and uh, the the final one is Load Golem. This is another magic damage type mob, and it takes reduced damage from thunder fire and wind elemental spells, uh, as well as reduced damage from forms of light magic damage as well. Uh, and despite its name, it's a dull type enemy. Golem spawns at E9 and E10. Yes, and uh, and I should, uh, you know, uh, most of it, it does say that the drops for defeating each of these NMs are not 100%, unless the person who has the quest active is pulling. The thing is, you cannot really kill these mobs with automatons, because that, that seems to prevent the item from dropping. Yes. But yeah, that's how kind of French how it works. So um, you want the person who has the quest active to pull most of these mobs. Now, when I did this, I was one for one on all of them except for Load Golem, and we had to do Load Golem like ugh, four times. Tantu uh, came out and uh, helped me with that. I'm not sure. I can't remember who else. Tom, uh, Tommy, tell tell who tell me who else was out there helping me. Uh, do that because I I can't recall off the top of my head. No, Viceroy was also out there at some point helping me with that one too. Oh, Alexia, that's right. Um, uh, so uh, that's uh, once you defeat all six of those NMs and get their luminous fragments from them, which are the key items that drops. Um, you want to go back to the enscrolled door at B10. Uh, that's when you'll finally get the cutscene. Um, so, uh, and again, if uh, if you help someone complete this, you can take all of those luminous fragments to squint rock dry eyes and uh, grab a bomb. Would key. someone get him some eye drops? Uh, <laughs> Iru probably could have. Iru always had eye drops. Probably. All right, so uh, that takes you to the uh, the the next uh, mission here, Fountain of Trouble. This is the one that I. Uh, no, no, no. I'm on the next one. Um, this is uh, uh, an interesting collection of elemental saps down in uh, the Torimurai Canal. Thank you. Torimurai. Torimurai. Okay, I can I can say that now. Um, but uh, that's you go. You get to that through the uh, Horatoto ruins. Um, now or something. Or you could also, or if you have the quests done, you can enter enter directly from walls. That's that's true. If you do have that that quest done, um, but the point is, is that you need to get behind the three mage gate. 
And uh, there's a couple of ways that you can get behind that. The first is they have a white mage, black mage, and red mage. And you stand on the circles and the door opens. That's the first way. There is, uh, there's a series of quests to do to be able to get the key to open the three mage gate. Um, that Ooh, re- I got that. That requires some Windurst fame and, uh, and, and does take some work. And I know that uh, Ravencroft was, uh, was working on that quest. Um, but if you are Windurstian and you've gotten past, what is it, mission three like something? Mission three no clue. something. Yeah, it's three something. Um, if, uh, if you're, pa- basically if you're, if you're past the, the third part of the, uh, Windurst missions, uh, you can, uh, enter for, uh, through Windurst walls. Um, so you're going to be going down there and collect, collecting elemental saps. What are elemental saps, Bardu? Sap crystals actually, but yeah, basically the crystallized, for- crystallized elemental forms of the, the star tree sap. Yes. And, uh, these appear as sparkling Little uh, glowing things on the ground. Triple question marks, yeah. Yeah, are they are they triple question? Yeah, they are triple question marks because I thought they were blank for a minute. But uh, but they do physically appear sparkling on the ground. So basically, what you're going to be doing is uh, you're going to be running around the canal uh, trying to find these sparkly little dots, and um, it seems as if there's only uh, two different patterns that the sap crystals spawn in. And now, uh, the, you, there, you should also know, uh, if you've been to the canal before, that uh, there are two maps for the canal. Uh, the first map uh, will, if you're 75, you will not get any aggro. Uh, maybe, will. maybe from maybe from the scorpions in the big rooms. Um, uh- Actually, on the second map, you can get plenty. You can get plenty of aggro. I hadn't gotten to the second map yet. So, oh, sorry. Um, but uh, but once you get over to the second part of the map for the canal, these and uh, the the easy way to tell is anytime uh, you will go from uh, from the first part of the map to the second part of the map using the water. Usually, why you have to walk through the water through the actual like the closed in canal parts um and that'll get you to map too stuff will start checking easy prey to i want to say tough here's a tip for you so bring um, some sneaks uh, uh, mostly sneak i think everything yeah. pretty much everything yep. aggro by sneak down there as someone who's had to go through this canal many 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 a times in fact so many times that i have it memorized and I still usually have to grab the map just to find out where you can go down into the water and get back up onto the thing. Mm-hmm. So I can almost guarantee you are going to need to check the wiki for the map, in which case you can just go right to the page we're looking at right now, which is the page for Fountain of Trouble, and also get the locations of the elemental saps. Is going to be your best bet if you'd like to keep your sanity intact. But if you want to end up like Brad Pitt from 13 Monkeys, by all means, try to do it without the map. Yeah, it, it you could in theory you could just run around until you find <laughs> find sparkly oh, things. You and would then never click be it. playing another game ever again, though. Yeah, that will get very old very quickly. Um, I can speak from experience, having to collect these a couple of different times. It's not difficult. Um, my my basic rule is that uh, for the, there's there's a set of uh, locations the first set of locations um, that are listed here on the wiki one of the uh, one of the locations is basically right in front of the full moon fountain for the dark sap crystal if that's up you know that it's the first pattern and go and just follow the uh, follow the instructions on the wiki. 
Uh, I didn't really try if it was the second pattern because I'm lazy. I would just log out and wait for the first pattern to reemerge. Uh, so that was, I don't know, that was my way of doing it. It's really not that hard. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, the, the canal is one of those places that you can, you can, you can kind of navigate by having a map up, uh, you know, an, an additional map up. So uh, you, should, you should be fine. So collect all the saps. Uh, you don't need to collect all of them. In fact, all you need to do is collect one of them. But, what? Really? Yes. But, but, but we'll need someone who has all, at least one person who has all eight saps. Um, I don't think so. Actually, it's a well uh, for for make it easier. Really, you'll, you'll exactly see. yes. It's to, it's the the purpose of it is to make the fight easier. And um, just like uh, there was, I, I forget in which add-on scenario you had to collect a bunch of stuff, but really you the only Moog needed Lords. one. Yeah, the move. Yeah, um, and uh, and this operates under the same principle. The more saps you have, uh, the easier it's going to make parts of that fight. Which brings us to Bataru, Bataru Royale. Yes, Bataru Royale. This fight is a pain in the ass. At least it has been for me. I've uh, tried a couple of times. The name of the game here is crowd management. Mm-hmm. Th- that's You need at least two black mages for elemental seal sleep. That's what you need. You need sleepers, and you need that sleep to stick. Uh, the, I, there are eight former types of mobs, former Tarus, that you're going to spawn into and start fighting. And, uh, uh, you know, buffs, buffs will wear it's, you know, it's pretty much, uh, uh, you know, all BC rules apply. Um, now each of the Taru Tarus are a specific element and they cast tier three, tier four, Gatus, ancient magic and ancient magic two. Now the elemental saps, those will decrease some of that damage. Um, but again, the name of the game here is crowd management first jeff you got one to get the dark elemental one that's first. the first one you got to get rid of yes because he's the one who resists the sleep yep all right so uh each clone will summon their respective avatar and use astral flow when they're around 50 percent hp again the elemental saps come in real handy here the real reason for the having them all right yeah um well- only one person really needs all eight of them, but just to be sure, make sure the person is your leader and the one entering you to the party, just for one of those uh, security thing reasons, you know? Yes, yes. Not everyone included in the fight has to have um, the, uh, the, the saps. And also, uh, you don't even need to own or have purchased the... Uh, add-on to, to assist in this fight. Awesome. Yes. Also if, you, also, if you help it with someone else who's, if you've already done the fight, you help someone else, you can do it again and get the reward, but you need to already have used the key you get from this fight, too. Right, and uh, the key is the Chocobo key, and uh, there there's a reward. It's stuff. Congratulations. For the next uh-huh. mission, you know what you gotta do? What? Talk to Aldo and get a cutscene. <laughs> he's actually right this time. He's actually right. I know he is. Uh, so go talk to Aldo and get your cutscene. Romancing the clone. Now we are on the mission Sisters in Arms. This one, uh, head to uh, the, the Ugly Temple. <laughs> yes, well, this, is where you, this is where you begin collecting a 16 tablet of hexes. More collection. Yay. Yes. Hooray. The, you've got to get 16 of them this time. That's fun. And, oh, and you get to go through Den of Rancor. 
Yes, and you, where you have to do more collecting. And so, in essence, you really don't want to do this solo. Yeah, no, it doesn't. That's that does not sound like a whole lot of fun. And and also make sure to have the Tonberry reset, re, reset Hate Quest act available. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a good idea. Anyway, you've got to collect these 16 hexes. Uh, the first six are pretty easy to get since they're in the temple themselves. If you're level 75, you don't get any aggro. Uh, also, guys, make sure to note that just like the saps that collecting these hexes is optional, and uh, it simply makes the fight significantly easier. There you <laughs> go, Fusion. Also, make sure you have you need at least four unlit lanterns, too. Or four people with the flame. Or someone inside who can open the door for you. Well, there you go. You need another thing to open another thing, and way to go, Square Enix. Thanks a bunch. Although you, God, I'd rather be clanning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not talking about the mini game either. <laughs> oh, 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 that was that was foul, sir. <laughs> that was pretty foul. That was foul. <laughs> We should probably mention the locations of these ta- hexes, hexes, shouldn't we? Uh, no. <laughs> go to the wiki. There's and 16 look of up them. The thing. There's 16 of them. We're not going to yeah. go through them. Uh, it, it, in fact, the wiki has uh, wonderful marked maps for you, even so. Um, also, yeah, just basically, just remember, you can really, if you're going through the temple, I mean, the Den of Rancor, bad idea to go solo. Yeah, um, that's. I think that that's a more a general rule overall. Um, I'm gonna have to disagree with you guys because noobs be fucking my shit up. So I would totally rather go in there solo than get halfway through and then have Annie go fuck aggro after he's dead because he doesn't pay attention. <laughs> uh, I would be the one to get aggro too. <laughs> So uh, once you have uh, all of your uh, hexes here, uh, what what's next? Basically, you've got to go to the uh, sacrificial chamber. This is why you need the four unlit lanterns. You need to get four flames of rancor to open the door again, like the Zillart fight. Yep, yep. So uh, get to the sacrificial chamber and uh, trade everything to the altar. Well, you click. Actually, you click. Well, the key items. So. Yeah. And you gotta click the mahogany door for the cut first cutscene, then click again for entering the battlefield. It's a time limit of 30 minutes. Buffs and TP are removed upon entry. Anyone can help with this fight if they do not have to be on the mission and they will receive full buffs. If you do have the add-on, if you want it, if you're doing it again, if you want another key, like a stand, like the standard reward key, not the equipment key. Right. You need to have at least one hex, but you'll need all of the hexes if you want all the buffs still. Right. Alright, so, upon entering, depending on what hexes you have gathered, this is what you're, the, some of the buffs you're looking at, alright? All of them will be consumed upon entry, and your primary stats, all the strength hexes. stats, etc., yep, yeah. and six elemental resistances, except for light and dark, will be increased by 150%. Maximum HP and MP will be multiplied by three, and this will also affect the HP MP granted by gear. For melee-based parties, uh, White Mage Scholar or two is required to keep HP up. Uh, HP and MP recovered while resting is not enhanced, so in the event a White Brace is necessary, plan accordingly because 3,000 MP cannot be quickly recovered with resting alone. Potency of most spells will be enhanced, however, Cure is not affected by the buffs. Blood Packed Power will be enhanced. A special re-raise is applies that does not inflict weakness upon use, and it does not fully restore HP and MP upon use, so mages may want to bring some sort of means of MP percentage recovery to hasten recovery after raising. So, once we get into the actual fight, um, you're going to be looking at the Shentatos using what they usually use in every other fight in the game. 
uh, and that's going to be tier three and four, ancient magic one and two, and goth three spells, and they also occasionally weapon skill. Uh, your first Shantato will stick to light based spells, including thunder, arrow, and fire. And when she gets down to five to ten percent HP, she starts using meteor and can use it more than once, which, as you would assume, would inflict high damage around 1.5 to 2k. The other Shantato, D Shantato, will stick to dark, water, earth, and blizzard spells. Now, whenever each of the Shantatos reach 75, 50, 25, or 10 percent, they will go into rage mode. Within rage mode, they will teleport to their ally's location after taunting the players and say, as we would expect Shantato to do, and they will start using unique weapon skills together in order to do level 3 skill chains on whoever their target is, which will do massive AoE damage. Now, while in this state, they gain heavy defense and they cannot be defeated. If they are reduced to 1 HP, they will not die until the rage ends, and they each have their own rage. So you are looking at a total of 8 rage points in this entire battle, and it should also be noted that similar to fighting the Cerberus for the ZNM, let's say you get both of them down to 50% and you die and they regen, when you fight them again, they will not rage where they have already previously raged. Okay, good to know. Okay. So, um, that's more or less the way that the fight works. Pretty much. There you go. All right. So, uh, that, uh, once, uh, once you've completed the fight, you head back to uh, Winder's Walls, correct? Yeah, it's Winder's Walls. Yep. Uh, in any case, the uh, the fight against the the two Shantotos that is your final fight for uh, Shantoto Ascension. And uh, upon uh, completing this, uh, going back to Winder's Walls and completing this uh, mission, uh, you will be rewarded with a Behemoth Key. Mm-hmm. Hooray! Now uh, you can uh, exchange that for. One of the three add-on rewards for completing the add-on, and uh, these are pants this time. Uh, we got uh, the Blitzer Polians. These are for Warrior, Paladin, Dark Knight, Samurai, Dragoon. And the uh, base uh, the base stats on here are Defense thirty seven, Strength plus two, and Vit plus two. Uh, we've got the uh, Desultor Tacits. Uh, these are the 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 cool pieces with the 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 armor plating up the side. Uh, these are for Monk, Thief, Beastmaster, Ranger, Ninja, Blue Mage, Corsair, Pup, and Dancer. Base stats on here are Defense 34, Dex plus 2, and Agility plus 2. And the final set of pants here are the uh, Tatsumaki Sitagom? You almost had it, man. Almost, almost. Sitagoromo. Or, uh, Sitagoromo. Okay, all right, fair enough. You want to do like an extra row there, don't you? Uh, yeah, I, I think I kind of do. Uh, anyway, so uh, level 75, White Mage, Black Mage, Red Mage, Bard, Summoner, and Scholar. The base stats on here are Defense 31, Intelligence plus 2, Mind plus 2, and Charisma plus 2. Now, the possible augments that you can choose from here are HP plus 25 and Enmity plus 4, MP plus 25 and Enmity minus 4, Attack plus 7, Accuracy plus seven, ranged accuracy plus seven, ranged attack plus seven, evasion plus seven, magic accuracy plus four, magic attack bonus plus four, haste plus three percent, double attack plus two percent, critical hit damage plus three percent, skill chain damage plus five percent, conserve TP plus five, physical damage taken minus four percent, magic critical hit damage plus ten percent, magic burst damage plus ten percent. Kick attacks plus five, cure potency plus five percent, 
The Sick and Ready Ability Delay, minus 5. Song Recast Delay, minus 3. Barrage, plus 1. Elemental Siphon, plus 20. Phantom Roll Ability Delay, minus 5. Repair Potency, plus 10%. Waltz TP Cost, minus 5. And for your pets, Accuracy, plus 7. And Ranged Accuracy, plus 7. For your pet, Attack, plus 7. And Ranged Attack, plus 7. Again, for your pet, Store TP, plus 8. And Subtle Blow, plus 8. For your pet, magic accuracy plus seven, and finally, movement speed plus eight. So now Ooh. every job can get movement speed. Yep, that is true. That so stop your bitching. <laughs> uh, and that wraps it up for the add-on scenarios. That's all of them. That is all of them. All three Thank of you, them. Thank you, Square Enix. You have convinced me not to do the add-on scenarios. <laughs> add-on scenario trilogy. Uh, so, uh, so remember if, uh, if you have, uh, you know, d- uh, bought all of these, uh, trilogies, you can go get the Nexus Cape. That's a free reward. Uh, but, uh, yeah. It's like having one of those leashes connected to your warrior, you know, the ones you see in the mall where the parents have connected to their kid and you just press that button and it reels them in. <laughs> That's what the Nexus key basically is. Ah, uh, jeez. All right, well, so... So uh, that's uh, that's pretty much it for Limit Break Radio for this episode. Uh, Bardu Wolf, I want to thank you for uh, for joining us here, and hey, uh, pleasure to be here and uh, talking us through uh, the uh, add-on scenarios. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure when we're going to have another episode. I would but like I know what the next soon. one's going to be. Is it what? It's going to be Nizer Lyle with our friend Velix. That's true. We are really yes. Uh, so uh, you heard it here first, I guess. Uh, Actually, you heard it here second because I said on Rogue Zen first. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, that's uh, that's pretty much it from us. Remember to check out our website, www.limitbreakradio.com. Become a fan of uh, Limit Break Radio on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can find those links at our links section. But don't send me a Facebook friends invite because I swear to God, the next person that sends me a Farmville or Mafiaville <laughs> or Fishville or whatever Ville invite it is, I am going to hunt you down and do horrible, not good things to you. Do you know how many of those invites you're going to get now? And you know how many people are going to have horrible, not fun things done to them? You know how much buckets uh, of blood Elmer the Pointy is going to get? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elmer's going to be able to completely redesign his site. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of redesigning sites, Pet Food Alpha is going through a, a site redesign at the moment. That should be up at some point uh, during this week. So make sure you check that out, petfoodalpha.com. Remember to head over to Limit Break Radio and uh, check out our forums for all of the information on all of our network shows, including what's happening at the Rogue's Den and Voices of Von Adil, as well as Limit Breaking News and uh, one of our newer segments today in Von Adil. Uh, I know that uh, some of the production had slowed down for a little bit and, uh, and you know, uh, all that good stuff. But again, you know, hey, real life's got to take precedence. And uh, so there was uh, there was some stuff that we, uh, we definitely uh, wanted to take care of. Um, uh, also wanted to uh, send a special shout out, and our hearts go out to Sale, uh, who uh, who couldn't be here today. Um, also, uh, just uh, as a as a reminder, the extra life episode is still kind of being edited. I'm taking my sweet time with it, but uh, you will 
uh, catch wind of that at some point. Um, for those that uh, that were listening during Extra Life and caught uh, our uh, three special presentations that we delivered to you throughout the day, not including the special presentation of, uh, of VNN, because that's already out, but uh, the three special radio presentations are uh, going to be rolled up into one uh, coherent package, and you'll be able to download that from the website and from uh, the podcast uh, uh, RSS feed uh, at some point coming up here pretty soon so uh uh definitely you'll want to check that out uh we the, that was uh, that was pretty cool uh finding a, a couple of those news stories and uh, and putting this uh, almost uh hour-long program together uh we've been trying to get it uh to to premiere somewhere else other than limit break radio uh but uh has of yet uh been uh been uh unsuccessful in uh, in those endeavors uh, but uh, but yeah, be sure to uh, be on the lookout for that uh, sometime soon. And remember, if you're going to participate in our little game about where in the world is Gamer, make sure you email that to host at limitbreakradio.com and in the little subject, put where in the world is Gamer. Otherwise, I'm not going to read it. Yep, and uh, don't forget, you can uh, leave us voicemail at our uh, Voices of Von Adil Skype mailbox. All you got to do is uh, send a call over to the username Limit Break Radio. And uh, so I think that'll wrap it up for uh, this episode of Limit Break Radio. Again, Bardu will thank you for uh, for joining us today. A pleasure. Uh, I'm Nero. Keep listening. I'm Kahlo, kicking it from the back and making fun of Vicky Zenfi. Oh, Dragoon. I'm Vicky, and I still have yet to come up with anything cool to say for an outro. <laughs> More like anything cool to say on an episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice JK, Next JK. episode. Next <laughs> I'll have to say. And I'm Bartolf, slashing through the wings of the goddess storyline. All right, that's it. Thanks for joining us. LimitBreakRadio.com. Final Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Von Adil are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. The Limit Break Radio Network is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Share-Alike United States license. For more information on Creative Commons licenses, visit creativecommons.org. Limit Break Radio.